Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensaku, sensaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. And we're live. Hello, yes. everybody, and welcome to Afterlight Skies. Last week on Afterlight Skies, we said goodbye to old companions and started saying hello to new ones. Having just finished a challenging trial of escaping from a rather intense prison, some members of the group decided that they wanted to pursue certain objectives more exclusively or more as their priority and left. The group was introduced to some new allies. Now we're going to introduce ourselves, starting with John. I'm John and I'm playing Ares Artinos, a Mandalorian mercenary soldier. And I'm going to roll Destiny, and I don't care what it is, because I'm not using the Force anymore. One dark. <laughs> you say that, but you're going to get upset when you get your curse back. Cat. <laughs> I'm Cat, and I'm playing Powder, the surgical droid with issues. And I gave us two light side. And Spencer? Hi, my name is Spencer. I am playing Sayolomodo, a Twi'lek diplomat for the Rebellion. Um, I am going to roll Destiny. Did I do that right? Awesome, I did. One dark. And Cody? Hi, I'm Cody. I'm playing Praz Cast, the Zabrak Commando. And blam, two light. Cool. I didn't know that B was pronounced as a D. It's a regional thing. <laughs> I was I was checking to see if I had misspelled the name. It's like, no, I didn't. That's what you gave me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know Prez had a last name. It hasn't <sighs> come up. Yeah. Um, and on that note, we are missing this week our player who would be tying up the destiny pool for me if he was actually here. Um, Jeremy, who plays Corey, our team mechanic. Um, so, we'll start off with the three of you that are in the same place. You've just finished up your meeting with the Shaper, and Helix has quite excitedly taken off to go headshot someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're leaving, and 
I assume, just heading back to your ship? Yep, heading back to the yeah. ship to start the repairs. Yep. Um, Lengthy as they will be. <laughs> Praz and Powder, I want you to make me vigilance checks. Oh, dear. All I'm right. all about that vigilance. Difficulty, too. Okay. Two successes, three advantages. One success and two advantages. Both of you spot Tiara and um, another individual sort of coming up to you. And Spencer, why don't you describe Silo? Um, yeah, um, he's a. Um, I've always said Twi'lek, um, but I know there's some people that say Twi'lek. So, but I say Twi'lek. Um, he's a Twi'lek, uh, orange skin. Um, looks pretty um, rugged in terms of. Uh, facial bone structure um his laku that's what they're called are fairly long with like red and gold highlights in them um he's dressed in pretty poofy clothing um that has almost a robe-like kind of look to it um he's got sort of a um high bridge brow that's kind of furrowed um and he looks uh hesitant um but uh definitely walking with purpose Praz. Uh, so Praz is a medium height Zabrak uh, with orange eyes and uh, just a couple rows of uh, heads by or horns um, and some actually pretty heavy armor. Uh, and he has a, a sword on his back and a truncheon on his hip. Uh, and the armor has not the armor has not been cleaned yet. Uh, so it's pretty. Is it dirty. like normal, like plate armor? Or is it? Uh, it's uh, stolen clone armor. What? No, it's heavy. It's heavy duty. Um, I'm trying to look for the name of it heavy right now. Heavy battle armor. Yeah, it's heavy battle armor. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So you look like you're about to just whoop yeah. some ass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. You could have sworn it was stolen clone armor. No, I bought this one. Okay. I stole, we, uh, I stole my laminate armor. Yeah, I stole the laminate stuff. Uh, Powder is a 2-1B surgical droid. Um, That's awesome. Yep. They uh, they have the, the three-finger uh, hand and the needle hand. Oh, that's terrifying. Um, yeah, it is a little terrifying. Hold still. Uh, so scary. The, the, the face uh, kind of looks like a combat helmet with a gas mask. And oh, uh, yeah, orange okay, I know, eyes. Yeah, I know which ones you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Those like stereotypical, terrifying looking. Yeah. Um. Uh, they're about five foot eight, so they're actually like normal, like people height. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's basically basically all black with like yellow eyes, and then. Um. Kind of terrifying looking. Yeah. If an assassin droid was a doctor, that's who yeah. you are. You know, it's a face that'll put you at ease if you wake up in unconsciousness. <laughs> totally. And Aries. Worst bearside bedside so, manner. Walking sort of in front, leading the way, is a six foot four Mandalorian warrior. You can tell he's Mandalorian because he's wearing Mandalorian armor. Decked okay. out with uh, some fur along the back neckline, uh, a, a, a massive. Prim- Primitive looking, but obviously honed to a deadly edge. Vibro axe hanging off of his hip. Uh, painted in the colors of uh, chrome, black, and red uh, on the on the armor. 
uh, striding forward with a very I have a purpose to my to my walking. Don't get in my way. You will regret it later. Yeah, yeah, Walk yeah. Walk to him, as many Mandalorians I want to have. Um, Aaron, uh, is seeing actual Mandalorian armor, is that surprising to me? And Well, there aren't many Mandalorians, but those who are, um, it wouldn't be that unusual on Crossroads. Anywhere else? Okay. Crossroads okay. being this station, right. anywhere else? Yeah, that would be a that would be a few different flags because either this person is a trained Mandalorian, or they stole that from someone very very powerful. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, uh, okay. But here on Crossroads, there's just so much of everything that it's. It's surprising, but at the same time, the context makes sense. Um, okay, cool. Um, and uh, perhaps Tiara will look, wave to you, wave you down. Oh, hey. I'll kind of hit Ares' arm and go, oh, hey, over here. And <laughs> turn in front of him and walk over towards Tiara. So I started getting our mutual friends um, situated, and I was sort of trying to get some stuff organized at the office, and it occurred to me that you guys might want to meet up with Silo. Silo, these are the ones I told you about. Uh, Hello? And a new one or two. <laughs> so yep, standing I, behind, towering behind them. <laughs> I, work, I work to replace the crew quick. It's almost as if I've been planning this. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, hi. Hello. Um, I was told y'all needed someone uh, who maybe had stronger connections with uh, the Rebellion and whatnot. And I'm looking to aid where I can. Yeah, it'd be nice to have a link back there. See what everybody's up to if you, they need help. What do you do? Well, I do, honestly, many things, um, but uh, the thing I'm probably most known for is uh, talking my way out of sticky situations. The helmet tilts. <laughs> and Powder's head kind of tilts as well. <laughs> you know, I worked with you. I think you need a good conversationalist on this crew. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I get that. You took ours. I well, took your slicer. Yeah. I really hope you're not talking about the other one. Hell no. No. You could fly a ship and hit things occasionally, but talk, no. Not really. We kind of just helps, talked to I'm great at getting costs down on items as well. Welcome aboard. <laughs> Knew that would get you. <laughs> well, I got my stuff to do. You know how to get back to me. <clears throat> All right. Right. Have fun. Keep in touch. Let us know if there's anything on our end. And she'll right. give a little mock salute and head off. Uh <sighs> With this sort of dated machine gun that it's a laser machine gun, but it's shaped like a normal machine gun. <laughs> Flung on her back. 
All right, well, uh, ship's this way. Get a re- we're about ready to start repairs, so it's going to be a little while uh, before okay. we actually set out. And um, uh, what's your name again? Um, my name is Saolo, but uh, you can call me Sai. Right. Aries, and yours? Aries Artinos of the Clan Artinos. So long as you don't get in the way of my axe swinging or my guns blasting, I think we'll get along just fine. That's quite all right. As long as you don't get away of my word slinging. <laughs> well, and, that will uh, depend on you're... how well you sling them. That's fair enough. Um, and and give kind of a odd, not strange look towards the droid, but sort of a huh medical droid with this group kind of look. Um, <laughs> Powder will look at you, and like the the eyes will kind of rotate, and then the, <laughs> they'll say in binary. They'll go, "Do you know binary?" I do. I've spent some time with a few a few droids. I look over at Praz. Uh, what did the droids say? And then in, in, basic, <laughs> in basic, the droid just goes, Powder just goes, good to know. <laughs> and look at Ares and go, also good to know. <laughs> just the impassive uh, face mask. So, um, who, who's the uh, leader of this bunch? Well, technically it's my ship, but... Okay, Captain? Yeah, it's new. Not really... (laughs) Not really anybody in charge. Leader. We all have shit we want to do, and we all have ship for it. And you you hear a deadpan, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) You hear a dial-up startup tone from Powder. Um, (laughs) Well, I have some experience uh, commanding groups uh, back with the Rebellion, if y'all want just someone who is at least decent at organizing things, I could definitely take that part. Well, assuming that uh, the that actually raises a good question. In your experience as a leader, hmm. exactly how many times have you set foot on a battlefield commanding men left and right to die for you? Well, commanding men to die, that would be only once. Um, I more have commanded... Uh, high-stakes negotiation settings, uh, the transference of prisoners, uh, and the buying and selling of, uh, well, to be frank, legal and illegal goods. Right. I, too, was recently involved in the transfer of prisoners. It's uh, a hairy work, isn't it? Yes, quite. (laughs) Let's just be content to be partners, then. Fine with me. Rather than a leader. Trying to find my my role is all, but it looks like I will learn on the job. I'm quite quick at that. So, uh, which ship are we going to? Uh, Right this way. (laughs) Do you have Do you have a lot of experience with ships? I have a lot of experience riding them. And you'll love this. (laughs) As you arrive at the ships, um, Praz gestures this way to one of them. This ship has seemingly been sheared of whatever it might have once had that was a coat of paint. You can identify it as a fairly high-quality vessel in terms of make, but 
it's badly dinged. It looks like there's acid pox in places. And something, despite this being clearly a deep space vessel, managed to get all the paint off. And the top layer of what should have been the outside. And there's bits of it that you're pretty sure are either duct taped or falling off. Okay, so as I approach the ship, I kind of give it a once-over and just go, hmm, uh, it's going to be much like the ships in the Rebellion. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm used to this. Yeah. I love it, who. it was nicer. <laughs> For about I, a assume, I assume it wasn't built this way. <laughs> I would never make that assumption. <laughs> I'll look over at Corey. How long do you think it'll take for you to get this thing flying? Um, the sort of, you probably didn't necessarily notice her a ton. One that was entirely absorbed in something on her <clears throat> data pad and then occasionally staring over at the medical droid. Well, um, uh, mm, oh, I, I need to go get parts and we'll just bolt off in that direction with no further explanation or an answer. Powder will just wave the, the three fingered hand. Who was well, that? Yeah, see. Ah, it was Corey, the mechanic. Our, yep, new mechanic. Ah, okay. Right. Well, we'll have lots of work to do. She will be happy. Yeah, lots of work. Well, then, let's at least set about putting the place a little bit back together while we wait for parts. Yeah, organize what what's about to fall off. See if it can go back. Uh, what's already on the ground, gather it up for Corey. Um, awesome. I'm going to stride into the ship. Okay, yeah. The insides are areas you've been in the ship before, but um, the insides are mostly stripped bare. Uh, there's, I believe, a few cots, a few different workstations, stuff like that. Um, very particular niceties picked out. Um, I think you guys got like a table and some chairs when you I were. S- there's a couch. I spent four thousand yeah. credits to outfit the inside, so whatever. Right. I bought. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a decent amount of furniture. It came, like a lot of it was not attached because you just didn't have time, but mismatched pieces of a ship. Um, interior. It's eclectic. <laughs> yeah. There's roosters in the kitchen. Um, so um, what uh, uh, what weapons does this ship is outfitted with? Mm. Looking at the outside, couple of le- couple of heavy laser cannons. Looked like I had a missile launcher and some ion batteries. Is that about right? Yep, that's slightly used as well. So, okay. Yeah. All well, right. Might as well get it all put together, uh, at least organized. I'm gonna this head roomy. to the uh, to the cockpit and um start just check doing basically a systems check just to see how how flight worthy the ship is in its current condition and what is going to be required to get it flight worthy because we do have a couple of jobs waiting. Make yeah. me a mechanics check, difficulty three. All right. Uh, if I can, I'll assist them with the systems checks and stuff like that. 
Yep. Okay, so that gives you a boost die. Okay. Three with a boost die. And I will show the new guy around. Perfect. Uh, one success, one threat. <clears throat> All right. Um, just quickly starting with systems check before we go to people being shown around. Um, so it's flight worthy. Technically, at this time, you are able to determine all of the critical injuries it has sustained and not solved yet. Um, you could definitely get this thing to fly. So just while we're going over, you just hear going... But it looks like something exploded on it quite recently. Yeah. Who decided to ram this thing repeatedly into the ground? That too. Uh, nobody. We... Something hit it. It wasn't really a decision, uh, per se. Yeah, it was. It was more proximity. We didn't actually hit anything. Something exploded, and debris hit. Turns out, uh, uh, I think uh, the the last pilot told me what it was. Uh, the shield generator. So we're gonna definitely need that fixed. Uh, that's not. That that seems to have been at least makeshift patched. Enough to uh, be serviceable, but we have the electrical systems pretty shot. Yep. Uh, it's flyable. If you go by the engineering bay, there's actually like little post-it notes from Durius of like what I need to fix next. <laughs> oh, good. Um, um, he so was on it. Take the helmet off. Put it on the sort of the the panel. And not next time Ciolo sees Ares now, you'll see that uh, basically uh, fairly tan skin, blue eyes, black hair, shaved short on the sides, kept long on the top and tied back into a warrior's knot um, with uh, scarring sort of uh, what looked like claw marks uh, from his left temple down his face, like sort of down across his face, um, and then a couple of other scars on his face here and there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you're pretty, pretty beaten up. You've been in quite a few fights. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Powder, I believe you were showing Silo around the ship? Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably just, like, show the, the, the quarters, show where, like, the med bay is, where the kitchen is, that sort of thing. Um... Awesome, awesome. Um, do you, what, I guess, do y'all mainly do, what type of jobs do y'all normally take? You're asking Powder? Yes. Um, well, we have done many things. Um, all a little... Hard to describe, really. I see. Noted. <clears throat> and I just go back to... Uh, oh. I do one of those two where, like, as I wipe by, I kind of, like, drag my finger across mm. and look to see how much dust I collect. There and... are, for some There reason, wouldn't be dust. <laughs> a few random spots of welding that haven't quite been buffed out yet. 
And you notice that one of the doors looks like it was welded shut and then cut open. All right. <laughs> okay. We've had some fun. <sighs> I, I grab tools and start get going to work trying to see what I can fix on my own before Corey gets back and starts fixing properly. Mm-hmm. Just basic, like, pilot mechanic, pilot pilot maintenance, not full-on engineering mechanics, but... Yep. Uh, I mean, that's still probably going to be a mechanics oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. standard difficulty. Um, and I hang the I, I I find a find a loose spur somewhere on the wall and hang the vibro axe off of it okay. somewhere where it'll be very easily uh, obtainable should I need to remove somebody's digits, um, <laughs> and making a mechanics roll. And. Failure and a threat. I'm not getting very far. <laughs> um, you start like, oh, I can just screw this back into place. And it starts to wobble and you screw a few more times before Corey comes back in with like a armload of just general ship parts that she probably scavenged from somewhere. Drops everything, goes over, takes your hand off of the thing. Like grabs my hand and I like, pull it the out. Other direction. <laughs> I, I just have this, this sudden vision of what are you doing, Kishink? What? <laughs> it's righty tidy, lefty Lucy. <laughs> There's background yelling about the cruel and inhumane treatment of technology, as just she. Is like nope, 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 nope. I will fix this. Right. Just get it. Just get it flyworthy. Well, slightly more than it already is. We have jobs to do. Um. Then I'm with 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 that being taken care of. Now I'm just going to go to wherever the common room is, um, and start going over the uh two the 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 two jobs that we were given that weren't the ones that was one that was given to. Uh, I assume it's the one with the pool table in it. Yeah, that'd probably be it. Yeah, I'd assume that. Um. Oh wait, the top Are you guys not all on the map layer. Fuck, that was my bad, isn't it? Um, I mean, that would be on the bottom floor. We're on the map, but we don't have tokens. I think I'm the only one that has a token. Oh, there it is. I'm on. I have, but oh, I'm just oh. in the med bay. Oh yeah. I will make you guys can, actual tokens. Promise. I, 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 I have them. I can pull them stuff. in. I, I can pull um, them in if you want me to. Okay. Yeah, that works. Yep. Yeah. Let me do a thing. But yeah, I'll, I'll basically start going over the data pads we were given, seeing what the jobs actually are. Okay. Um, so, aside from the one Helix took, um, there's two more sort of targets. Um, these are both star records, which um, you can roll me knowledge core worlds if you want. Um there isn't much additional information provided about, aside from 
these three people were prominent figures that, due to recent losses, the Shaper would like removed. All right. Hang on one I'll be doing the same thing with my data pad uh, since I got the other guy. Star. Um, Star cards. Uh, um, what difficulty? Difficulty of three. All right. Three. Uh, core worlds. Uh, one success and four threats. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, in terms of star records, you don't know very much. Um, you know that you can assume that there's some sort of information company potentially keeping some kind of records. <laughs> that or they're a music company. You, the name is familiar to you. You know that they're a reasonably profitable company that you've never specifically worked with. You know you're, they're not in any industry you'd be particularly frustrated with or about. Um, but not like paragons of being savory good people. They're not uh, the nonpartisan relief supplies agency. Ah. Right. So data security. Like. Praz, you're pretty sure they make music. Yeah, I don't know anything from the about the core worlds. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's the person that we're trying to hit is what? What, what is their position in it? Do, if we have that information, um, they were yeah. So there's two people, um, Jared Renz and um, Eric Tevinus. Um, they're both they're sort of co not necessarily CEOs but co high level members of these organizations um, they and the individual Ipola Jawi who Helix is presumably on his way to eliminate now and Knowing what you know about the HK droid with the assassination stuff, you can assume that that one's not going to be a problem. Um, both of them, apparently, there were some recent collapses within their company. They decided to take a convenient vacation while things blew over. Um, both are hanging out in the middle rim on planets where they have reasonably sized estates. So, it'd be hitting the estates. Hmm. Looking through it, is did is there any specifications as to how the Shaper wants this done? Um, he would prefer it not be traced back to him. He would prefer that it be unnoticed, or at least unnoticed that it was a coordinated attack by a group of mercenaries. So quiet. But he's... Like that's his preference, but it's it's mostly a one. I don't want it back to me. Two would be nice if they can't trace it back to you. Three would be nice if no one noticed, at least for a minute. Um, so accidental deaths or 
full on destroy the entire compound, make it look like a hit from a rival company. Or make it look like a disappearance. So we're assassinating people. Right. Well, for money. Huh. Well, Alright. It that it's called an assassination if you do it for money. If you do it with for not money, it's just well, any number of other things. Killing, murder, uh, being a psychopath, uh, vengeance, a couple of other different things. Okay. Um, who do... Is there a reason why, outside of the money, do they work for the Empire? Are they allied against y'all? The person who wants us to kill them doesn't like them. That's pretty much the only reason we really need. Yeah. This guy's a pretty pretty steady supply of work. and. However... If it were to hurt the Empire in the process, there would certainly be no tears shed on my end. Yep. Okay. Aaron, do I know the the dude who is hiring them for these jobs? Do I know anything about? Um, no, they the haven't. Aside from what they might have said, uh, you're not familiar with that name. Um. Okay. Okay. Cool. I just sort of like just sort of hold the the data pad down. Do you have qualms against killing people for money? Oh, no. Um, I just like to have a good reason to do it, is all. Money seems to find enough reason to me. Yeah, it's out Depends on the person, but more often than not, I would agree. Well, we're not going after widows and orphans, if that's what you think. Although the widows and orphans that I've known in my life could probably kill you with their bare hands, so... Probably. It I'm would be pretty fun. weak, so... <laughs> That's fair. All right. Well, um, I, I guess with my knowledge of Core Worlds, since I actually have knowledge of Core nope. Worlds, Aaron, would that aid any more information? Yeah, take a look. Yeah, you can also make the knowledge roll. Um, okay. I, I tossed the. Do- I, I also tossed uh, the data pad to him so he can look at it. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, three. Did you say difficulty? Yeah. Three. Three of the triangles. Um, okay. And then mm-hmm. I just push the D twenty next to the skill. Yep. Wow. You know a lot more about Core Worlds. You're not familiar with this exact company, unfortunately. Okay. Like, there's a lot of different companies that specialize in different kinds of record keeping. There's a few that keep track of ships. There's many that keep track of people, populations, um, popularity polls, elections, any number of things. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll just take a look at it, and then um, I just look at uh, Prez and go, uh, it's definitely not a record like music company. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, cool. So at yeah. least we know that. Yeah, for sure. It's a it's an information security company. Uh, right. Never worked so, with them myself, but I've heard the name a couple of times. <clears throat> so your boss doesn't want information from them. He just wants nah, these people dead. No. Nah. He just wants them out of the way. Okay. Easy enough. That's and... so much boss as current employer. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a more accurate term as well. <laughs> but, yeah. Kind of give you, like, the turn Scooby-Doo confused look. <laughs> uh, you see, a boss is someone who, to whom you owe allegiance of some kind. An employer is just a person writing your checks. Oh, good. So I can negotiate with this individual next time I meet him. Theoretically. Yeah. Okay. He's a bit creepy, though. A little bit off. Yeah. It'll be off-putting when you first run into it. Not so much him as who's around him. (laughs) That's usually how those things go. Um, 
well, let's just make sure to bring the droid, and we should be able to match that. Um, uh, look over it. Is Powder still wandering around, or has Powder gone to someplace specific? Um, no, Powder would have followed into wherever. Looks over. Uh, that reminds me, surgical droid. What's your designation? <laughs> and Powder will kind of just—he hasn't been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking his uh, Powder's name, I'm assuming? Designation, which, yeah, would be. Powder will just kind of look at you for a second, and the, the eyes will whirl. I'm a 2-1B surgical droid. You can call me Powder. Right. Is there a reason for <laughs> the, the name Powder? Again, the the eyes will kind of whir for like a good 15 seconds. Probably. Well, Powder. Not for me. Do you have any experience with cybertech, with uh, cybernetic uh, uh, replacements? Uh, Powder, you certainly have a lot of intellectual medical knowledge of cybernetic replacements. Um, They're a fairly common procedure for people who've lost arms, which is a chronic disease in Star Wars. Especially hands. Yeah. Hands, arms, yeah. Extremities it, in general. Always um, have the high ground. <laughs> I might have to make a deception roll on this one. Uh, Powder will, will look at you, of course. Good. And uh, reach over and sort of disconnect the um, bracers and gauntlet of his left arm and pull them off. And, and, and underneath you see basically like a very well-manufactured droid's arm, not even any synth skin attached to it as he holds it up. I've been having to deal with the maintenance on this myself. It'll be good to have somebody that actually knows what they're doing. Of course. Puts it back. <laughs> I would assume the mechanic uh, would probably be able to also work on it. Probably, but if I'm being doctored after being shot up, it would be good if the doctor knows what to do with the arm, too. That's fair. At the same time, I turn my head, and you see a little metal band behind my right ear, and I just kind of click it a couple times and goes, uh, just for your own info, Doc, I've got some as well. Wonderful. And... Uh, powder will will come over to you and just kind of like start moving. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I totally. I just like, just like looking not, at it. Not a big deal. Just stand there, like you know, like <clears throat> yep. Hit the reset button. You go comatose. <laughs> <laughs> Needle to the back. Got him, guys. <laughs> what were, uh, and and just again because I I missed the second word again. It was Star. What was the name of the company? Star Records. Star um, Records. Yeah, it's the... No, uh, I put it in Star Records, yeah. Yeah, no, it's like one word, Star Records. It's the stupid kind of name you get when you put things in a random generator. Ah, okay. I missed the the word in chat. For our listeners and viewers, Star Records smashed together, the R is in both words. It's (laughs) it's totally Star Warsy. in all fairness. Star Records. (laughs) Right. So, let's see what we have to deal with. Uh, I'm going to try to pull up information on the worlds that they have their private mansions on. Okay, yeah. Um, So there is a fair amount of 
information on their estates on the data pad. That's most of what yeah. you have from them. Um, let's see. Sorry. Time to plan. Um, one of them is on a beach planet of eternal eclipse. Um, the planet itself doesn't have particularly high levels of security. Oh man! Sorry, the beach thing. The droid left before <laughs> no, I got to the yeah, beach. Yeah, he left before we got to the beach. <laughs> he was bitching about a beach for so long, and now we found him. <laughs> Sorry. Continue, please. Um, most of the planet is this sort of set of shallow lagoons, um, spiking cliff tops, and beaches. His estate, particularly, is in sort of built in with the cliff tops. Um, it's the smaller of the two, uh, and he's known for having a a lot of parties, particularly with the scenic location. Um, very few other... <clears throat> his estate extends much further than the grounds and mansion he actually uses do, so very few come to that sort of area of the planet, aside from through his invitation or as his staff. He maintains a fairly large staff of both just people that run the house day to day for emergencies and um, waiters, other staff for parties, that sort of thing. Um, Well, well, ambassador, I think we have a use for your skill set already. Yes, hopefully. Um, Shouldn't be too hard to, talk our way into that uh, possibly we could try to time it around a party or well, a gala event of some if sort you, if you can do your talking magic and see about securing some invitations I'm certain you could bring along a bodyguard or two of course makes complete sense get in take him to a private wing for business whatever you talk about in business well, a magician never reveals the, the secrets, so... Well, I already have an idea. If we can get invitations and get uh, a bodyguard or two, but uh, a reason to bring powder two would be uh, for your implant. If they question why a droid is being brought with... Um, say that it's there for implant maintenance and if we can stick powder off into uh, a separate room maybe and you can talk them into that room I'm sure powder has something that can make getting him out of the event easier and more compliant. I was saying we just got him and throw him over a cliff but that sounds nice and complicated too. Um, would it be possible to even go as far as to make powder more, maybe aesthetically as a protocol droid? Um, might be a little easier to get her in that way versus just a full-out medical droid. Uh, that's a bit of a big ask. I'm just trying to gauge what y'all's uh, talents are at the moment before we go head first into killing someone. So, Powder just kind of like looks at looks at both of their hands and looks down, looks up and goes. The, the needle's hard to hide. Yeah, 
<laughs> they just kind of yeah. shake their head no, like, this is not going right. to be a thing. Yeah. Well, I will get started then on securing um, names and invitations. Uh, that way we can schedule this out properly. Right. Put okay. me in as a bodyguard. I'm not good at the whole... Oh, I was thinking. Bit. I was thinking, personal servant. As I walk off to go, um, uh, you know, I can. On. You know, I can throw that axe across this ship. <laughs> um, yeah. So don't what, uh, damage the ship anymore. What is wrong with you? Yeah, oh, don't I'm give me any calls to. I only have so much credits left to fix this thing. <laughs> only so much duct tape left in the compartments. Um, yeah. So what? Uh, I guess. Um, a specific check to do yeah. I know of you know is it kind of common to get these big parties with mm-hmm. rich people and to secure invites to them um it's probably something you're familiar with how to do how to go about um it's not exactly the main thing you do but it's <clears throat> right. definitely within your skill set um hmm. let's see um I would I'm Thank well, charm. You know, I'm writing. Yeah. I'm trying to, or or I guess I don't know if I'm forging, forgering. You know. Yeah. So, how do you want to go about it? Um, you could I actually, sort of charm your way to someone who might be handing out invites. You could. Um, could I actually make a leadership role to sort of like? It's one of those where um, I'm sort of like, and whoever I'm contacting, I'm just like. Yeah, of course I'm supposed to be there. Like, do you know who I am sort of thing? Absolutely. Sort of trying to pass yourself off as someone with the... Yeah. Like like a dignitary or something random, you know, from Um, some place that doesn't have a name that's not hard to trace. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, You can definitely go about that. You have a few rebellion contacts that'll forward you sort of to the right people um, that do actually recognize Star Records. And um, uh, I believe Jared was the one you were looking at first. Um, the Beach Planet one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. And Jared, um, just, yeah. Uh, what uh, difficulty for a leadership check? Um, <clears throat> let's make it difficulty three. This is uh, a slightly a lot more of work. complicated thing, but yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, okay, leadership. Bup, bup. I have wow. was that five successes, a triumph, and two threat. Yeah, five successes oh, is technically a critical success. Yeah, so you are able to find exactly who you need to be talking to. Um, this sort of mousy woman who's obviously not currently on crossroads, but is quite happy to um, take your call when you present yourself as this sort of essentially an ambassador for a small company from the outer rim looking to do business yeah looking to do business um and of course would love to talk about work but the company is going through some times right now oh so we would just love to invite you to one of our parties on this estate on this planet um and she'll sort of start asking you some questions so so who what name should I put on the invitation? How many? Um, well, for the name, uh, just put solo. And uh, in terms of the number, um, I'm assuming you allow uh, 
parties to be brought. I mean, obviously, I'm not just a one-man business. I have others that work in conjunction with me I would need to bring to um, oversee any stakeholder agreements, that sort of thing. Of course. Um, okay, so let's uh, put it down for four. All right. Um, can I get specific names and roles for your companions? Of course. Um, I guess, do you, does the group have any, I would, of course, y'all are all new, so like half of y'all are new also to this group. Um, would pa Praz, would y'all have any code names y'all have used in the past that y'all would want me to use, or you want me to just wing the shit out of this? Wing the shit out of it. You're the smooth talker, so smooth talk. Okay, <laughs> dude. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I'll say, um, I have two bodyguards. Um... Fred and George. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, and a medical slash protocol droid that will be joining. Um, they, she does not need to worry about um, a name for the droid. Uh, it will just simply be there to assist me as needed personally. Um, and the two bodyguards are... Uh, <laughs> Daniel and um, uh, Carrie. Understood. Um, will you have any atmospheric dietary activity restrictions during your travel? Um, well, Carrie is a staunch vegetarian, um, so that will need to be taken care of promptly. Uh, and in terms of the environment, oxygen will be good. Excellent, yes. Um, we do have a, a extensive medical suite. We, of course, understand why you bring your personal droid, but please know that should any emergencies arise, we have facilities to accommodate for any number of particular situations. Awesome. It's good to know. I'm excited. Uh, I've got quite a bit of... Um... Uh, personal assets I would like to uh, possibly invest into your company. This should be a good time. We will be delighted to meet you over there. Um, the call will end. Um, as soon as the call ends, I look at everyone and goes, please tell me someone wrote those names down <laughs> so we do not forget them. Yeah, we got the uh, we got Carrie the Mandalorian vegetarian over here. I'll be Daniel. Perfect. Just as I had planned. All right. <laughs> now I'm going to write down Carrie and Daniel. <laughs> Forget in real life. Oh, God. This is the best ever. And this is the Jared um, rants that we are going after? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I go back to the data pad and start looking at what sort of guard contingents this guy has, because I'm going to need to kill somebody by the time this is done. <laughs> um, yeah. He keeps a fair number of trained bodyguards. Um, they seem standard issue, some sort of military, you know, the people that make my private militaries for huts and others assorted so, companies. So... 
uh, low life thugs. Got it. Uh, <laughs> look over at at Ciolo. You don't speak Mandoa, do you? Um, I do not. I know a few languages, but sadly, yeah. uh, do not know Mandolo. Eh, you don't know why Carrie is well funny, actually. Oh no, just a <laughs> name I've always uh, been fond of. All right. Maybe I'll tell you later. Uh, look, at, and then while sort of having looked through that, looking at the other one, at the other person's estate and location now. Okay, yeah. Um, so, do Eric. Um, so Eric is, Eric's estate is on a private moon. Um, which is sort of closer to the outer rim. Um, he he keeps a fair amount of security and various various layers of security. It seems that his, at least according to the notes you have from the shaper, is more um, more of a private estate. There's less public functions. Um, he maintains, of course, guard and the kind of the amount of servants that are required for the lifestyle someone like this expects um, and will occasionally entertain personal friends. I, he also spends quite a bit of his time in researching the particular or archaeological interests of this moon that he now owns because he liked it so much. Oh, it's a moon. <laughs> yeah, it's a small moon. Uh, this one might be ease, you know, very simple break in, you know, make it stage it like it was a home robbery or something. Keep well, it simple. A home robbery on a private moon. Uh, if I were to rob some place, private moon sounds like a good place to rob. Yeah, now go in, blow it to hell, steal whatever we can, make so it look like robbery. bandits or raiders. Well, pirates. Yeah, that's a whole more a compound, but plenty of killing sounds good to me. Um, Powder, if you don't mind me asking, what's your preferred? When combat breaks out, um, do you have, uh, are you kind of up and close with that giant scary needle of yours? Do you have a gun that you prefer? Do you hide a little bit like I do? Brad starts grinning. <laughs> Powder will, will look at you and just like, as deadpan as possible, I am a medical droid. Yeah. All right, you're with me, it sounds like. Yeah, you probably should have seen that one coming. Yeah, yeah. Powder tends to to stay on the ship when things start blowing up, or well out of the way of uh, right. any random blaster fire or explosives. That well, it looks like. And then, and then hold on. And then Powder will open open the stomach portion of their body, pull out a gun. You go, but I do have this. 
That's okay, easy. Where you point that? Look at the Wade powders holding the gun. Yeah, no, that's that's cute. And it fits perfectly in in yeah. their hand and everything. That's that's adorable. Uh, going back to this planet, though, um, it seems like there's a lot of archaeological dig sites. So actually, a better better plan might not be breaking in so much as luring out. If we can get him into one of those dig sites, we'll have less of a contingent of his guards, and he'll be a little bit more vulnerable. Also, easier to make it look like an accident. Those old ruins are so drafty and easily collapsible, after all. Do we have um, space gear to be able to be out on the surface? Is it a habitable moon, or is it a... Uh, most of it is habitable. Oh, um, cool. Perfect. Never mind, then. It's, you would probably need... Um, to go into the caves themselves, you'd probably need cold weather gear. Um, I thump my armor. I mean, yeah. I've got all the environmental protection I need, but uh, the moon itself is fairly habitable. Oh, okay. Well, I'm up for whatever. Yeah. I feel Perks like... of a private moon and endless money. You can make your own atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's totally fair. <laughs> so, this one, I think we should... Uh, I actually do think drawing him into the caves will be a better plan there. And the question is, how do we draw him? You guys wouldn't happen to have any sort of a signal device that makes weird electronic noises that might draw the curious to an ancient uh, ruin looking for lost technology, would you? I don't think we have anything that quite does that. I just have a... Uh electronic suite for the ship and uh, a jammer. That's about it. Is anyone here good with um, mm. well, computers? We could possibly uh, well, cause a data pad to give off that it, signal. If you had a scrambler of some kind, then we could probably use something like that. <laughs> Powder will open their, their stomach again. <laughs> scrambler. You mean like this? Perfect. Yes, exactly like that, actually. It's send an encoded signal out. Just garbage data, but it'll be in, it'll be encoded in such a hopefully encoded in such a way that it'll draw the curious, especially if they're not expecting there to be actual people there. Correct. Well then, we have a party for one and a trap for the other. Do you know when this party you go, we're going to is? Of course, Aaron. Yes, in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> in a few days. So we'll probably want to do it first. Uh, time will be a little well, bit more um, of the essence for that one. Well, yes. unless uh, depends on. Uh, can I get a can I get a basic judge on distances from where we're at to both of these locations? Um, you've got probably if you made it very quick, you could hit the the moon is closer. Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, make me astrogation. Figure out how much detail you have. Difficulty of two. Sure. Uh, this is the levels of its success more than it is failing. That's but, a failure. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to take two or three days to get to that. Um, the moon's closer, but it's probably... Given Crossroads is a bit funky, um, it's probably going to take a few or, two or three days to get to... Um, to the major hyperspace lane, and then it's a pretty quick jump from there to the planet um, for Jared. But 
you've definitely got enough time to get there for the party, but not you're not sure exact with one failure. Well, my only concern is, depending on how the party goes down, whether or not the other one will be on on the guard for something happening. True, but we can actually be late for the party. We don't necessarily can be late for the dig site. It's true. I'd much rather risk having to change a plan for something that's not set in stone than have to adjust something we've already set into motion. That's fair. Well then, to the party first it is. Okay. Lean, lean oh. back. Look, look. Lean back and just sort of yell throughout the ship. Corey, can you fix on the fly? I am fixing, and yes. Right. We have business to attend to. Everyone, get in your party best. And you just hear. Why would you do that? That is so. Why would you put it there? That's a good question. Ask the Zabrik. I don't know why anything gets put here. (laughs) (laughs) And as Praz says that, a little yellow droid comes into the room. This droid is beat up, sparking in a few places, and like sort of turns the head turns the head looks uh, looks Aries up and down looks Praz up and down and decides to go smack into powder a few times just boink boing boing against the metal leg of the medical droid How muffins and cupcakes cakes and bears oh my I have no idea what that droid said but I feel like I want to shoot it. Um, Powder will, will pat it on the head. Yes, we have new passengers. It, uh... It's a rescue. Oh. Woof, woof. Yeah, yeah, woof, woof. Was um, it damaged? In, yeah, in binary. Incredibly. It was... Uh... And, it was and, on a swoop. It was in Narshada uh, being used by a swoop gang. And I think they shocked it one too many times with uh-huh. two or will three look down. extra batteries <laughs> that they shouldn't have. Yeah. Powder will look down and say, Rainbow, go help Corey. We'll turn around. And Ares, there is a droid. Steaming at you, full speed ahead. I don't move. <laughs> can I intimidate the droid? <laughs> you can roll me an intimidation check. What difficulty? Difficulty one, I guess. <laughs> Please get like five successes. Sorry, it'd be coercion. Because um, that's the. Yes, that is the skill. Yeah. Like to make a spot check. <laughs> two successes and a threat. With two successes and a threat, this droid full steam runs at you, almost runs into you. But then the third looks up, goes, <laughs> spins around, 
seems to have a few things fall off, a few more things catch fire, and goes, looks, like the head spins 180 degrees as though assessing the room, and goes to look for the other one, because maybe that one's Corey. <laughs> so just sort of look down at it and stare. <laughs> right. Well... I got a couple more things. I want, got a couple things I'd like to pick up soon. I need to make uh, some modifications to uh, my big toy uh, for the ship, and then then I'm ready to go. Do you have anything you want to have uh, anything you want to pick up? Unfortunately, I don't have the credits for it, though I am looking for a few things. But- I can help as long as it's within reason. Hmm. I, I can tell you're a man of fine tastes. <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> Which I do. <laughs> he does. He does. I'm just buying I'm just buying two things. So since I didn't use it before I bought it before the prison breakout, uh the blaster carbine ha- already has a multi optic sight, but I wanna buy uh, an underbarrel flame projector for it. Hey, what a coincidence! That's also on my Christmas list. <laughs> All right, you two can bond over that. Does the blast? I don't feel like looking it up right now. Does the blaster carbine have enough hard points for that? Yeah, it's got two. Yep, great. The flame projector requires two and costs three thousand yeah. credits. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I know you modified that. it with something else. Um, yeah, no, I can take the sight off because I don't need to aim with a flame projector. <laughs> Uh, the and point. then for okay. the for the heavy repeating blaster, I'm gonna swap out the harness. I'm gonna keep the harness, but just put it up on the wall or whatever. I'm gonna swap it out for a tripod mount, and I'm gonna mount that by one of the the airlocks. Uh, let's say over on the six side. All right. Um, yeah. All I'm looking for right now is just the the underbarrel flame projector and a cortosis shield. Because I have oh, to, I have to have uh, the shield is nine hundred credits. Okay. Because so I have to any... have my ritual combat gear. <laughs> okay. Is there anything that would I would need medically to actually do anything <laughs> with their cybernetic stuff? Um. I mean, that depends on what you're trying to do. I don't think necessarily for mine. Like for. For just like standard repairing them, uh, for like standard upkeep, probably not. If there was something specific you were trying to modify, there are prices for like augmentation stuff. Okay, because I have repair patches, which are meant for repair patches, would also probably service be able to address any particular issues that came up. Um, okay. Like, you might want to use those, especially if um, a critical injury was delivered to Ares' arm. Um, the one that is not already, not fleshy. Yes. But, yeah, in general, um, your medical knowledge extends far enough that for basic, like, checkups, making sure that, making sure the arms still work, that that's what medical droids do. Um, okay. There's that weird scene in uh, I, second movie. Yes, episode five. 
the second fifth movie where Luke's <laughs> arm is open and there's like the little slot. It's that. Okay. And, and that, was, that was actually your model of droid that was putting the arm on him. So yep, yeah. that's who I, that's who I pictured when, yep. yeah, when yep. the character was described. Psst, psst, psst. And for some reason in Clone Wars, they're always shown in like this really shadowed light. Like none of the med bays are lit. They're terrifying. The medical droid eyes just yeah. terrifying. They're all I just, secretly. I just evil. hide in the corner. The fact that I haven't seen that movie in like seventeen years, and I've only At seen it. At some once. point, they're going to be on Netflix or something, and I'm going to make you marathon them. <laughs> I've watched them all. It's just been a long time. Just like I'm going to make Cody play all of the Overwatches. Ah, uh, you could try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, carbines have uh, four hit hard points, so I could technically keep the sight on it. Okay. <sighs> so, yep. Yeah. All right, so we're waiting on... Uh, do we need to wait on anything to be repaired on the ship, or are we good to go? Will one leave soon? Once, everybody's, once we've done our, done our shopping, we'll be good to go. Ships, the ship's flyable. The ship's flyable. It just needs some love before it'll be combat ready again. <clears throat> Powder so. will um, go to help Corey with whatever they can help with. Seeing as the <laughs> seeing as Powder just sent a screwed up droid Corey's way, yeah, and then realizes. Shit, that means that Corey is going to be fascinated with this droid now. Maybe I should go fix that. <laughs> so you go to find Corey, and you find a room, and a screwdriver flies past your head. Uh, not denting or hitting the wall, but just right, like, and you can hear this long string of... I mean, this is Jeremy's character. It's not even NPCing to say this. Long <laughs> string of distressed cursing at the state of the ship. Um, and Rainbow just staring on, seemingly entranced as a hammer almost hits your head. I am here to help. Um... I'm working. I can see that. <laughs> Such good help. <laughs> yeah. So, I um, what I, are we doing? Once we get back to the ship, before we get to take off, I sort of find a room and claim it, and I claim it by mounting the shield and axe to the wall just outside the door, like like a family crest style mounting. Um, nice. Also, so that it's there and ready if I ever need to grab them quickly for use, because uh, they're they're not they're not my standard come into battle gear, um, but put them there, mm -hmm. uh, and then once everybody's back on the ship and good to go, I'm going to go start it up and get yeah. us moving. Yeah. Um. So we'll address the actual fixing of critical wounds when the mechanic is back, but. Uh, yeah, the ship is still flyable. Um, and various repairs are 
actual repair, so they're holding. Alright. I will be heading towards the beach planet. Cool. Um, make me astrogation to map your course. And I'm co-piloting. Three, as you're going from... Cool. Yeah. Uh, with everyone, including Corey, you actually have the complement needed to pilot the goddamn ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, with Corey being the engineer, would Corey make the astrogation check? Or would he make the astrogation check using Corey's skill? Corey's not here. <laughs> In that case, Fair. I'm using a light side. <laughs> Actually, um, can I flip a light side to just say we accurately navigate the astrogation charts? Um, typically, you can't take an auto success with the convenient thing is true. But in this case, I'll say sure. Okay. Oh. Three. Nice. Three. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah. Uh, plot a course and take off. Piloting space. Yep. Uh, what difficulty? Uh, difficulty three. Okay. Do, 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 do. Really? Wow. Did you get... Oh, yeah. Two failures and three advantage. So we will... Not nice today. We will be a little fashionably late, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So... Ships... I blame the ship being mostly uh, falling apart. You deck out of crossroads, um, and once you're sort of at a minimum reasonable distance, you punch it. And... The lights flash and pull back, and the blue of hyperspace surrounds you. Oh, I sort of you hear banging on the controls from the pilot seat. And they were never. How the control. hell did your previous pilot fly this piece of junk? It almost seems like you would need to be con- be connected to the force to control this thing properly. I know. I have no idea. I just hit the buttons he told me to hit. It handles like a pregnant whale. I don't want to know how you know how one of those handles, but... I spent a a very long time on a couple of water planets. It's a big fuck-off fish. Oh, okay. The kind that's big enough to eat a ship, you know, that kind of... Let's see. Um, as we are traveling, I'm going to take whatever, you know, the, the few days it takes to get there to just kind of solidify and um, make sure our credentials are would hold up to scrutiny. Um, okay. um, that would be... Oh, fuck, what's the forgery role? Um, deception? Skullduggery? Yeah, in this case, that would probably be skullduggery. Okay. Uh, All right, um, what? Okay, uh, standard I, I, difficulty of two more successes will mean better. That sort of thing. Since um, I have a bunch of time to work on it, can I get a blue? Um, 
Yeah, I'll say you can. I'll say you can have an upgrade or. Yeah, probably a boost die for um, essentially taking your time and having a few days. Okay. Uh, and having essentially specialists available to you. Yeah. Um, Even if I they're assume- specialists in smashing things. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So I just increase the blue pool by one yeah. and roll. Okay. Huh. Um, three success, two threat. You go over, like, the ship codes, you go over the um, comm systems, and you also go over your own work, sort of setting up your connection to this company. Yeah. And you do notice pretty quickly that a lot of the shipborne protections are the kind of thing you're at the level where you can recognize how good they are. Okay. But you're not sure how they got to be that good. Um, okay. You're not sure what was done, but these codes are very changeable. They're very hidden, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, the comms themselves, they're not actually scrambled on this ship because you didn't have time, but are reasonably discreet, reasonably easy to turn on and off, even in addition to the um, suite. What's it called? It's privacy suite? Yeah. Um, that you guys have for essentially EMP blasting your enemies. Yeah, and the, the electronic countermeasure suite. Yes. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, I mainly just really want to make sure when we arrive our information will just kind of be taken at face value and there won't mm-hmm. be any odd yep. stuff where people go, well, you should look into those four odd people. Um, yeah. You want, you want the information to line up closely enough with the story you're telling. Correct. Carrie, the vegetarian, the nameless protocol. Oh, like, um, the nameless droid. Who's there to do medic stuff. Yeah. And, Daniel, the other bodyguard. Correct. And yourself. <laughs> and me, solo. Um, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so that's just, I'm just spending my time making sure all the T's are crossed, the dots, the I's are dotted. So I mainly just don't want to fuck up my first mission. That's yep. really the heart of, of what's happening here. So. Cool. Um, so over this time, that's what Salo is doing. So what else are you guys doing? I am definitely going to call like a group meeting sometime in the first day, like as we're traveling, oh. just get everybody together. Right. So in order for us to work together and for our little sod to function, I feel like, it's probably good to set some parameters as to what happens when. Because we all, as far as I can tell, come from very different backgrounds. So, we have a little bit of an idea as to what our skill set is. The ambassador here is good at talking to people. Our Zabrik friend is good at shooting things, as am I. Powder fixes things up, as does Corey, though the uh, biology of the two things are different. In certain situations, we're going to want to default to one of us calling the shots. 
In the case of talking with folk, I would recommend the ambassador here. Though, if the others of you have any suggestions, please feel free to put them forward. And in the case of shooting folk, I would recommend myself. And I would beg to differ. Well, that's where we have the conversation. Yep. Tell me, Press, how many men have you led into battle? None yet. As a Mandalorian... It depends on your definition of battle. (laughs) And, yeah, and led. And And men... As a, yeah. as a <laughs> that whole sentence is up for debate. <laughs> as a trained Mandalorian battlefield commander, I have the experience to make calls under fire that most people have never had to make. And in the heat of the battle, I have the experience of having to make those calls. This is not bragging or trying to usurp your position, merely facts. I'm aware. I've spent my entire life training at a Zabrat commando facility. We spend up until our adult years training with the local militia and then choose a career from there. <laughs> I chose to continue on Iridonia. So I'm very skilled. The only thing I haven't done is command. So when it comes to shooting things, yeah, yes. take your pick. Go ahead, command. That was the emphasis there. Yeah. A battle squad needs a uh, <laughs> captain, for lack of a better term. As an objective third party, uh, may I just simply put forth another cog in this wheel? Certainly. Combat experience and leadership, in my opinion, are two very different things. As is combat leadership, which is a third thing altogether. That's fair. Um, I am not by far any means the most accomplished killer, I would assume, in this party. Um, But I do work for an organization that, for its entirety of its existence, has been working to overthrow a much larger, much stronger organization. I have no problems one of y'all taking command in terms of combat, but... I want to make it clear, I will not be silent. No one's asking you to, Ambassador. Perfect. Here's an idea. Since me and you are probably going to be the ones that are going to be up close most of the time, you can go ahead and make commands, and there'll be suggestions. <laughs> we'll both have we'll both have ideas. The objective here is not to yes, no, the no, objective no, here no. is not to indicate who's top dog. No, so I'm much aware. as it is that both hands go left, both hands ideas, go right. The best ideas will follow. Fair enough. If you let me finish, though, our friend Sai here will be on the ship. He can monitor if we're on the planet or on a on a surface. He can monitor. The sensors, radar, what have you. If anything new develops, he can tell us the best route or the best place to possibly defend that we may not know about. So there's another aspect. Tactics will be, yeah, tactics will be 
Yes, TACCOM is definitely something handled from the ship. I'm more referring to specifically on the ground blasters of firing. Yes? I want you to make me a knowledge warfare check. Sure. What difficulty? Difficulty of one. <laughs> Seven. It's, it's mostly reading the situation. Mm-hmm. One success, one threat. So... As you're putting this forward, you are kind of sort of assessing how you would utilize these people in the yeah. context of a military unit. And you're sort of realizing that this is, for lack of a better term, a two-man squad um, yeah. with with support. And if it gets talky, you're not that squad, obviously. No. But in terms of as a combat unit, there's there's largely the two of you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to say the others are incompetent or unable to defend themselves, but that's no, what you're realizing. Um, so you're sort of like thinking about that and you, you have worked with Zabrak warriors before you're trying, you might consider that like the way you want to present your skill set. Um, and what you can, your ability to help from a position of leadership might be more received as being a member of the two people that fight things rather than putting that forward, given there isn't exactly much to lead. Um, You're almost accidentally implying a level of dominance through the if there's two of you and one of you is on top, one of you is on top. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. So looks out. You guys are taking things that way. I mean, <sighs> right. Just so we're clear, we work together, not yeah. going at odds. Yeah, is the in- is the intention I'm, here? I'm not gonna do something on. Un- the field out of spite because I think your idea is stupid and mine is better. Unless I do. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Right. But yeah, you don't have to worry about. I'm trying to find. I'm basically trying to find an in-character way of explaining that I have specific abilities that let me make leadership <laughs> roles to give you benefits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always hard to do. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, and my leadership skill is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but I have specific I have specific talents that are field commander. And it's like, how do you how do you imply that in, in right. in-game dialogue? <laughs> Aaron, you're muted. Yeah, you're muted. You're still muted. You're still <laughs> muted. Yep, you're still muted. I don't think you can hear us. It's a wonderful can, mime act. Yeah. Can can you hear us at all, Aaron? <laughs> I can hear you. Hey, now I can hear I you. I kept there on saying go. something. Oh, my yes. best. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was laughing too much. I want you to make me a leadership check, um, John. Okay. What difficulty? Uh, difficulty of two. That would be a hard check for me. I have the presence of a field mouse. <laughs> um, I get to add a boost die to this. Actually, I get to add two boost die because I have two ranks of command. Do do do. Boom boom. 
Oh, and How did I tell you the... I'm a leader? I shall be a leader. Uh, two successes and an advantage. Uh, Cody, what? Uh, never mind. I'll, I'll ask later. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll say with two successes, um, Powder, it's a little more lost on you. You understand that this is a situation about fighting and who is in charge during a fight. And that's kind of where you get to. But um, I'd say the rest of you, uh, so Cielo and um, Praz, can both, um, you both have worked with people who sort of tend towards that ability. Yeah. Uh, the sort of tendency to, that you learn very quickly in a firefight when they say something, they say run, you run. Right. Um, and often you can move around much quicker. Um, like, Praz, specifically given your background is almost entirely as someone who worked as a soldier and then worked as a soldier some more, um, you can sort of, like, you can get a sense sort of particularly of that um, that concern that, like, I can help you, but listening to, hey, shoot that guy when I yell it out is going to help you. Um, yeah. Whether or not you actually feel like listening is up to you, but you are aware of sort of mechanically Aries can give you an extra action essentially Okay. with his turn. Also, all three of you have an extra boost die to any discipline checks made for the next twenty-four hours. Oh, awesome! <laughs> because whenever, whenever I make a, whenever I make a leadership check at you guys, I can give you an extra boost yeah. die for twenty-four hours. Mm-hmm. Then let's let's do this. Let's let the Mandalorian lead in combat. Um, let's let the diplomat lead out of combat. Um, but it's not like we're a team of twenty. If someone has an idea, we should all be free to voice them. This is not yeah. a this is not a this is not a battalion. This is a sod. Uh, sorry, an alliance. At best, we're a group. <laughs> it sort of means the same thing. <laughs> it actually, sod means alliance, group, or organization. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Rainbow will wander by. Cuddle. Someone exactly. Needs to, someone needs to fix this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it said, but I agree with you. Um, well then, to new, uh, I pull a flask off of my hip and uh, take a swig of it, and then hold it out to new alliances. Agreed. To new alliances. And it's just really strong alcohol. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I guess, is there anything else? We really don't have much to prep for a, a party. Just everyone needs to know their code name. That's pretty much it. <laughs> right. Um, anything else you guys did are you, while you're on the When you were making this call, did you make any specif- uh, specifics about the quality or type of your bodyguards? No, I just I have learned over time the more vague th- yeah. the other party allows you to be, the more specific 
you're able to be on the other end. In that case, Prez, you got the big guns, right? Yeah, I have a wall. Uh, I will take... I'll take my axe and shield, then. Leave my gun behind. I would I would make a suggestion you may know better, but I would assume it may not be out of the question that they ask us to leave weapons at the door. Uh, sort of a um, parlay of business meetings. If you have any weapons that can be hidden, I would suggest bringing those as well. That's why I'm bringing the axe and shield. They're big and draw attention, and they'll miss the dagger underneath. Perfect. Good. Yeah. I I can hide my truncheon, and that should be all I need. I um, can bring my sword as well, but uh, that might be a little harder to hide. Yeah. And I'll bring the gun so that they have something to take away. Obviously. So I kind of move my, my big kind of poofy jacket off to the side, and on my hip is a, is a heavy blaster. Mm-hmm. Um. This is what I carry. However, it's all I have on me. If you have anything small, I could hide as well in case combat breaks and I need to get my hands dirty. I would appreciate it. I look over at uh, Powder. Do they often search medical droids? (laughs) (laughs) Um, the, The eyes will spin. I do not know. I have not been to a party. How much room do you have in there? <laughs> Powder is, is is wearing a backpack as well as as like the the stomach cavity. Yeah, the bender uh, chest. <laughs> yeah, let's kind of open the stomach, and inside is like vials of stuff, uh, stim packs, all sorts of medical stuff, a gun. I think we could tape. We could potentially tape your blaster right up there. I say, pointing it sort of the top of the area, the the receptacle. I believe that's completely full at the moment, isn't it, Cat? Yeah, I yeah, I've I am one under my encumbrance total at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Well, take some of that out. <laughs> now, if you have if if you have to shoot, we've done our job wrong. So, yeah. And at that point, also- we'll get you again. All fairness, if we're shooting, I've done my job wrong as well. So there you go. we'll plan. We'll plan on that not having to be the case. Uh, worst case scenario, you're a big lad. I'll just stand behind you. Um, so anything else y'all want to accomplish? We've got another day and a half or so before we arrive. Mm. Um, do you want to hide one of these? And he will hand you a stun grenade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the on the puffy in your puffy clothes. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I'll totally. I, the only weapon I have is a heavy blaster, so anything yeah. outside of that. Um, so I'm just gonna slip my vibro knife. I've I've got the Under Armour pocket stuff, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna like uh like open up the cavity and slip the vibro knife in there and close it back. Um, yeah, I'll take a stun grenade. All right, put that in. Well, Zero encumbrance, so... And then I go and hang my blaster up on the wall opposite where the shield and axe are. So, like, my door is flanked by shield and axe on the left, blaster on the right. (laughs) If you guys already didn't all have this sense, you get the sense that Ares is really into, like, the killing of the things. Uh Uh-huh. I've picked it up. Quickly. <laughs> yeah, which room did we decide was the armory? Because that's where everything that 
I, I don't use now is hanging up. Um, I don't remember. I, was it 15? I, I, I want to say it was 15, yeah. Okay. Because 16 is the med bay. I wanted to say 15 was the armory. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Praz will lead Ares over there and show him everything that's not that he can't physically carry uh, is stored here. If he doesn't want to, hey, if he runs out of room out in front of his sh- room, uh, <laughs> there's, um, let's see, the heavy repeating blaster is over by the port side thing, but uh, there's, what's it? I think two or three grenades over there, uh, a thermal detonator, um, a disruptor rifle. Oh, this and, is this is nice. I say, holding the thermal detonator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are. What those is are wrong with my players? Yeah, <laughs> this makes a nice it's, big bang. If you throw yeah. this, uh, throw it into an engine of a Tie Fighter, they explode quite nicely. Well, they explode quite nicely you anywhere could you throw, throw a them. wrench into the engine of a Tie Fighter for the same level of <laughs> yeah. a Tie Fighter pilot. You could no. sneeze into the engine of a Tie Fighter. Yeah, but it sets off a nice <laughs> it sets off a nice chain reaction if you're on a battle cruiser and you just want to take out a whole squadron of them. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's like popcorn. Be careful with it though. That's the last one I got. I forgot to pick up more on Crossroads. Put it, put it with the other grenades. Oh. Uh, but yeah, anything, and then I'll point to optimism. I don't know what that one does. What's optimism? The little grenade thing that oh. Rainbow gave me. <laughs> I was gonna use it at the base, but can I tell uh, what it is by looking at? Can I like pick it up and look at it? Um, yeah, sure. Which thing is it? Optimism, the thing that Rainbow optimism. gave him. Yeah, the thing that Rainbow gave me before the. The the prison break. Oh, I didn't right. get a chance to use it because I missed those missed a couple sessions. Yeah, because um, I wholeheartedly planned on using it. Okay, <laughs> uh, make me a mechanics check, difficulty four. The best thing right. ever. It's just a glitter bomb. Mechanics check. <laughs> you know, it might very well four. be. It could be. Uh, it did come from Rainbow, after all. One success. Wow. Oh, hang on. Sorry, that's wrong. I shouldn't have two boost dice. Although the bo- although the boost die didn't factor into the successes, but I will still reroll. I don't care. I don't. No, I, I was saying I will <laughs> yep. still reroll. Uh, yep. One success and three threat. Okay, so you oh. know what it is. I rolled almost exactly the same thing. So. Yeah, with one success, it's definite. The basic design is definitely based on a grenade, which you are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, the internal workings, there's definitely some sort of transponder or communication aspect to it. Um, again, you're not exactly sure for what function. There is also some level of confetti, though you're not entirely sure if the confetti is cosmetic or the primary dead thing that will detonate. There might be something else in there. There's a few vials of liquid that you can't quite determine without taking it apart. I sort of spin it around a couple of times. 
it's not like it's not definitely not big enough like or like full of the right stuff to explode per se so it I'm, might explode but not without you setting it off yeah like it's it's not like a it's not a frag grenade or 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 something like that no it doesn't seem to be any kind of explosive that you're familiar with yeah. but i can't tell what the liquid like, is but like the liquid might be that it, the liquid might be smoke for all i know looking at it yeah uh, some sort of transponder, some liquid and confetti. Uh, I'd assume this is a signal beacon of some kind, not a grenade, but that could just be what it's meant to look like. Yeah, I got it from that little yellow droid. Well, so in that case, I'm a little hesitant. Could, in that case, it very well could just be a party popper. I would uh, try anything from that droid. <laughs> yeah, anything. Right. Y'all are so mean. <laughs> um. Well. Well. Save it for a curious, rainy day. Yeah, if we're curious and want to see what it does, we'll have that right before the thermal detonator. Have uh, <laughs> have Corey take a look at it later, maybe. Yeah. Anyways, good to know the armory's here. I'll keep my things outside my room, though. It's sort of a Mandalorian tradition thing. Good yeah, enough. I Won't do. forget where you're sleeping that way. Well, it's also letting you know who's inside and what they're capable of. Hanging that shit way on across walls. the galaxy, a girl with a spray paint can sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else before we um, crash a party? Not that I can think of. I'm just going to clean my armor for the rest of the time. I'm going to sample the various alcohols on the ship and see how strong they are. Um, yours will probably here, be the strongest. Probably some that are very strong. This is good. This is shit. This is good. This is shit. Just sort of separating them out to the left and right. <laughs> You'll pick one up and be like, "This is water." <laughs> this is why is that even there here? There are a few alcohol bottles with water in them. What? What? Who puts water in a booze bottle? Oh, uh, that'd be. Yeah, I don't know who that was. Yeah, probably, probably son before you he left. You know who it was, even if yeah, you no, didn't see that happen. You were on that <laughs> ship with them. Yes, that was quite. That was quite. A, that was quite the fun prank I played <laughs> on Lux. <laughs> and that one yourself. Yeah, I know. It's like just like pour it out. It's spark. It. It's sparkling water. It's it's fuck it. This is a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> There's metal you know, some week no one's going to be able to make it, and I'm just going to make you do a session with Sen and Ares fighting. <laughs> ah, oh. that'll be interesting. <clears throat> yeah, that's two very different accents. Anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Other than that, I don't have anything else other than yeah. a desperate need to step away from the computer for a moment. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Want to talk? There's. You're mostly new people now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Prize will sit over by, or when he sees Sai in the uh, 
galley by the pool table or whatever, uh, he'll sit down and say, so how long have you been with the, with the rebellion? Um, well, I've been with them for most of my life. Um, after the, uh, calamity that was my home planet, um, once the empire showed and started laying claim to things, um, I was sent away as sort of protection from my parents. So, um, I've been with the rebellion for quite some time now. Um, they gave me a home and food and shelter and a reason to wake up every morning. Okay. How long have you been, um, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm assuming you're a mercenary, or is that correct? Uh, mercenary, bounty hunter, whatever, whatever job pays. Do you, do you have a working bounty license? Yes. Ah, we, that's good to know, we can use that to get into some places. Yeah, we've, uh, the last group that I was with used it to, uh. To complete a couple of jobs and uh, yes. get some information on things we needed. Um, if things go sideways here at this party, um, don't be afraid to flash that. It will deter some action towards us if need be. So that's good to know. Well, um, it sounds like you have been with this group the longest. Is it mainly assassination hit jobs that y'all take or is it literally anything that pays well I have known you for an entirely hour and a half longer or hour and a half shorter than I've known the other two I've known Powder the longest um the the last crew uh split off to join with uh the rebellion for the foreseeable future. Um, but we normally took whatever work we could find on the rim. Um, and then it spiraled really fast. And that's how they've, that's how they, uh, joined up with you now. But, um, I see. Well, if you are, um, agreeable. I can get us some work through the rebellion. Uh, it doesn't always pay as well as um, bounty hunter work, but um, it allows you to make contacts and allies that you don't necessarily get killing people. Yeah. Um, as long as it's nothing too high profile or might. I don't know cast some poor light on my clan as me being tied to them. I see. Um, That's it should fair. Be, it should be fine. Well, I'll keep an eye out then with my contacts and if anything, anything comes my way, I'll make sure to slide it towards you and you're the captain of the ship. If you uh, give approval, um, be more than happy to, to lend my possible jobs to the crew as well. All right, that that should work. Good. Yep, and I just go back to uh, um, working, like I said, on the uh, the credentials and that sort of thing as I sip <clears throat> some sort of 
okay. real whatever the fanciest wine they have on this ship is is what I'll sip on. You find sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is pretty much hard liquor. Well, I guess I'll take some hard liquor then. Whatever's the closest to vodka. Yeah. That would be the thing in my flask. <laughs> Mandalorians are really the Russians of space. <laughs> so the mechanic, for my own knowledge as a player, was the mechanic also part of Praz's old team, or is the mechanic new? No. Um, so Jeremy's character, Corey, is new. Um, the two people that have been on the... The three people that have been on the ship a while are the NPC droid, Powder, um, the NPC droid, Powder, who's also a droid, and Praz. Okay. Uh, the alcohol belongs to people that I think forgot to bring it with them because they didn't say they were bringing it with them. It's true. Well, only two people ever brought alcohol on the ship, and half of it was Praz's. <laughs> so, And yes, Lux did not take her alcohol yeah, with her. Yeah, didn't take hers with her. Cool. We got alcohol then. Mm-hmm. But no wine. The seemingly never-ending fountain of it. <laughs> None of it is wine, though. Yep. Well, I'm a little disappointed, but I will drink what I can get. But if you make mention of it out loud, there will be wine the next time you stop someplace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm definitely looking to, to um, outfit the, the bar with wine if there is currently none next time we stop, so... Um, so you, I, I you, actually, you have seen Aries sorting the alcohol into shit and not shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will pull aside both Aries and Praz and say, now we are going to a party that's based around business dealings. Bribery often comes up. I have some spare credits on me that I use for such things. Do you all have any um, in case... Something happens, conversations can go a hundred different ways in case what I currently have on me is not enough. Bribery is a great way to keep uh, the firearms disengaged, if need be. I have a few left over from my pit fighting I pull out a, roads. I pull out a cred stick and hand it to you. Yeah, I'll... <laughs> I'll I'll show you the cred. I'll hand over the cred stick too, so you can well, see. You, you can keep them. Uh, it's not out of the ordinary for mine. Um, mine reads ninety credits. <laughs> nice. Um, mine it, reads seventeen thousand. Okay. Well, geez, <laughs> all right. Um, Someone rolled the triumph when mostly. he was making money. I two. see. That's fair. I rolled two. <laughs> so I was like, um, so I say, yeah. It's it's not out of the ordinary for um, the dealer to. Have his bodyguards keep the money. Um, obviously, that makes sense. So keep keep your own. But if need be, I might call upon. If if yeah, the conversation goes away, I'm not expecting it to. I don't expect us to have to bribe our way out of a party. But these are business people. You never know really where their mind's going to go. Well, my uh, my finances have been tied up in finding a man to murder for the past little while, so... I would assume for a Mandalorian, that's what you call Tuesday. No, no, no. This one's special. Ah, well... Hate to be that individual. Um, <laughs> oh, so will he. <laughs> All right. 
Yep. Uh, that's all I can think of. Um, well, I think then, we have yeah. all of our bases covered. Yeah. We uh, fancy shoes on and go to a party. Now, you will have to come up with a reason why you're flying in this bucket of bolts. Oh, yes, I've got one. Good. Yes. And uh, let's get let's get to it then. Understood. So, uh, powder. You doing yes. anything? Um, other than making a mental note about getting wine, um, not really. Probably just helping Corey as much as Corey will let me help. I guess. <laughs> um, trying to keep Rainbow out of the way, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, sure. Being sure that all of my neurotoxins and neuroparalytics are in order, you know. Oh. Okay. Last call on anyone doing anything before we leave space. Um. There, uh, it's not something. It's something that Aries does every morning, which. Uh, the others may overhear. Ablutions. Uh, uh, now, every morning, wherever he's at, sort of at some point out shortly after he wakes up, uh, you would hear him saying something and sort of a ritualistic chant. Ni sukui gar kiradik ni paratali gar darasum sera navuk tera idor rea ezu. And he he says that every morning. Well, does, right. does anyone else other than Ares speak Mandoan? No, I don't think. Does none, none of us do so? None of say, us know what the fuck. So know. we hear it. We hear it. We just don't know what the hell he's saying. And, not, and that wouldn't be something you would hear in Com Mandoa, anyways. Like you um, need okay. to pick up a few words. The cat, just as a reminder from what we established before. You know some Mandoa, it's mostly like yeah, swear words and stuff. things that are useful in a medical context. That are funny. Yeah. This one means that hurts more, this one means that hurts less. Yeah. My arm. That's right. Swear words and, and most Mandalorians just speak basic. Ares is a little bit flamboyant. Really? A John character being flamboyant? Who'd have thunk it? Those that follow the Resonare. Uh, speak it more often than those that don't, but that's a more old Mandalore thing, so... Of course. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. The, Ar- the, the Artinos clan also, is Also, the voice of God doesn't off. speak it, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, uh, my character's just as confused as I am. <laughs> that's right. It sounded like a list of names, and that's all I care about. Yeah, maybe. Um... Yeah. yeah, no, just gonna clean. Yeah, occasionally you probably hear that filtering through the ship. Uh, the walls are rickety in various states of repair, and some of them had to come off. <laughs> it's true. The panels had to be as, removed so you can hear As long as they the weren't wires. the outside walls, then we're good. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, okay. So. Unless anyone else has something to do before we leave space. Okay. Um, You sort of judder out of space. It's 
a bit of a rough landing. Uh, but you screech to a halt right outside of the orbit of the planet, so you're not pulled into it. <laughs> That's reassuring. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, it's it's a feat. We screeched in space where there's no noise. <laughs> <laughs> there's noise inside the ship, yep. and it screeched. The ship screeched, not space. I, I, yep. <laughs> I think yeah. they've made it pretty canon. There is noise in space in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> there is also... Also, Star Wars has slightly more science logic than than Power Rangers, and Power Rangers has gravity and oxygen on the moon. So we have yeah. we there. It's yeah. there's you know there's it's the uh, audio it's the audio emulators that give you the sound that should be there, even though there's no sound. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All ships have them. Sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, yes. There is sound in space in Star Wars. Star Wars has weird science. It's not science. Um, it's magic. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Ares. Piloting space. All right. Difficulty of two, but with a setback die, given that you came out in a little bit of an awkward position. Coming You're in hot. Flipping a dark side point. <laughs> okay. Because I haven't done that whole session. I have you know this is a piece of shit. We we've, I think we've all gathered that the moment we yeah. walked onto the One ship. success, one advantage. Walked up to. You didn't have to get on. <laughs> yeah. You can tell from the outside. <laughs> from a hundred yards away. It's worse than the Millennium Falcon. Only a hundred? Like, the Millennium Falcon looks like shit if you're in-universe and know what ships are supposed to be like. This one looks like shit even if you're not in-universe and know what ships are supposed to be like. (laughs) Every universe is atrocious. (laughs) Alright, hey, good roll, though. With one success and an advantage, you do manage to turn the ship around and get yourself heading down towards the planet. A little faster than you'd like, but heading coming in for a landing am I getting are we receiving landing instructions you are Um, you start receiving a hail Um, I'll take it yep so I hit the the comm link for it actually uh, my I don't have to my uh, implant just allows me to connect to the computer oh yeah so I just start talking (laughs) Right. Bluetooth connected. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. OnStar turns on. <laughs> How may we direct your call? Yeah. Um, hello, you're entering private airspace of Hinchu Family Manor. Please identify yourself and state your purpose. Um, this is uh, Dealer Solo. I'm here for the uh, party per invitation. And then I give the whatever uh, ship code I had come up with for, for this. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Please send your invitation stuff over. All right. Let me review this quickly. And there you go. I'm, I'm just standing in the ship like, <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> After what feels like a second too long, two seconds too long. Very well. 
Everything checks out. Yeah. Please proceed to the docking area. Yeah, coordinates have been provided for you. Thank you. And then I hang up. Have a lovely day. Uh, as we are landing and we're all kind of getting ready, I go, um, so uh, just a heads up, these highfalutin types tend to, um, well, they all create their own pedestals that they stand upon. I may have to talk to y'all in a manner you are not used to being spoken to. Um, it is not personal. It is simply just uh, for appearances. Um, I will do my best not to have to come across that way, but um, uh, appearances are 100% of this game. So whatever happens, whatever I say, it's most likely just a lie. To completely ignore it. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I assumed y'all weren't softies, but it's... Uh, I didn't want y'all, this will be y'all's first time working with me, I didn't want y'all to make uh, assumptions about my character solely based on uh, a type of situation I assume really none of us want to be in. I sort of look over at him. <laughs> Shrug. Verd Orisha Beskargam. Correct, Carrie, I agree. So, <laughs> let's do this. Alright, and you land the ship. Um, Get the helmet, put it on. <laughs> yep, get my helmet, put it on. <laughs> my helmet's already on. It's my head. <laughs> Corey will take advantage of the ship being docked to, one, reprimand you for t- talking about the poor thing so poorly, and two, to actually do some repairs on the outside. Um, as you... Uh, I'm assuming all of you disembark? Mm-hmm. I have... Yep. I've left my rifle on the ship. I'm carrying the Cortosis shield in my left arm. And a uh, vibro axe just on my shoulder. Okay. Um, sorry, yeah, I, I have a lot of maps in here, many of which I can probably get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's the wrong one. Um, there you go. Ooh. Pretty. Yep. So as you disembark, you can see in the sky this sort of odd sunlight and your first impulse is except for powder your first impulse is to look up and see what is so weird about it um before you think better of that remember the thing about the planet being in permanent eclipse remember that looking at the sun's still a bad idea during an eclipse um and don't i assume um, the area where you have landed is on a small rocky cliff above a beautiful beach. You can see the greenish blue of an ideal lagoon that snakes in and out of it. It's, it is possibly one of the prettiest places many of you have ever been to in Sort of the short distance, you can see spires of rock tower mimicked by the spires of some sort of building, um, seemingly formed of, like, materials made to sort of mimic or be inspired by these natural formations. Uh, And in the sky, you can see the sister planet, which you probably saw from orbit as well. Um, a sort of 
green grassland that is in the side of the area. Um, in front of you, there are um, two, four, um, four well-dressed individuals in two in sort of button-up suits, um, suit and tux, and two in essentially like the stereotypical white and black maid outfits, um, all of whom give a polite bow as you enter. Um, welcome to the island of the state of the Reese family. It's a pleasure to have you here for your first visit. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, where would you like us to go? The reception is the reception is this way. Hey, can can I take take your coats? I'm fine. I'm, I'm assuming, and I kind of look to the two armored, helmeted individuals. I'm assuming y'all are fine as well. <laughs> I look. I look. I look. Oh, I look around like at myself because I'm not wearing a coat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe we're all fine. Thank you, though. Lovely. My name is Larissa. I will be your primary guide in through. Larissa, yes. that's a beautiful name. Of course. Thank you very much. Your kindness is deeply appreciated. Um, and she will follow you. The other three will... Um, seem to move on and link up with a different guide um, okay. as you can see several other ships docking at a similar time now the grounds are open and of course we have many of the lagoons available for, for bathing and for, for beachside activity as we also provide any number of various kinds of entertainment, alcohol and other services is the party starts formally tomorrow, but feel free to ingratiate yourself with the reception in the meantime. Of course. Um, do you know where um, a majority of the um, business holders are currently? I'd like to go ahead and meet who I will be possibly dealing with tomorrow beforehand, if that's available. I would not presume to assert at the proper behavior for one of your station, but I must I might assume that many of them are currently in the reception area. We have an outdoor bar available and a large interior interior connect interior excuse me <laughs> interior ballroom connected to it. Perfect. Uh, we will make our way there then. Um, I'll make sure to. Uh... Uh, actually, do you have a, a comm channel that I can reach you directly at, or do you have a preferred way of me finding you? Um, she'll give you the information of a comm channel. Is your personal line to me? I will be available at all hours for anything you might need, just as I can take you to the reception area now, if that would be your preference. Of course. Sounds great. Well, we're on the way. Would you mind if... If I inform you of some of the basic rules and expectations on the island. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and she will explain to you that it's mostly an open area. Traditionally, bodyguards, weapons, that sort of thing, non-essential personnel 
are not um, allowed in the private meeting rooms. Okay. Simply he for the propriety of business discussion, um, that there is open bar areas, specialists, massage people. Um, it would be appreciated if you are polite to the staff. If your guards fight the staff, you have to leave. Right. Yeah. Just everyone be on. It's it's like going yeah. to any any gala kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. We have many high collar individuals here. Not all of them might respect each other's perspectives, but we do deeply appreciate it if any personal grudges could be handled elsewhere. Of um, course. And just be polite to the other guests. That one, like, well, she is clearly talking to you and has this very high charisma sort of very experienced in being a service person attitude. Um, That one is a little bit directed at your bodyguards. Yeah. Snide comments on the side guys. Yeah. Sort of. Um, Yeah. And I, as she says that I kind of turn and give them a look. I don't say anything, but it's, it's a, it's a very like um, fatherly, like um, if y'all fuck up, I'm going to mess with your pay kind of look. Um, and then turn back to her and go, um, they will be on their best behavior. I assure you, which gets a shrug from Aries. <laughs> <laughs> and once you arrive at this deception area, which is sort of above one of these lagoons where the oh, sand cool. meets, the sand meets this sort of glass structure um, with sort of it's a mostly clear glass with occasional wave patterns inlaid in it um, and clear glass for the various tables and bar reception areas. Cool. You see a few many, um, many human staff dressed similarly to her. She would have explained all the staff have a standardized uniform. Yeah. Um, and. A few droids at the bars, specifically as bartenders. Um, it there. It is not crowded. There's maybe 30, 40 people milling around. It's not a throng. Um, and then you can see the entrance to one of these m- sort of dark bronze structures of metal p- pillar, um, which she would have explained as the ballroom for the gotcha. Um Well... If you have any, would you require my further introduction? This is. Of course, if I need anything else, I'll uh, make sure to um, to reach you. Uh, I think we'll be fine here, though, for some time. I appreciate it. Lovely. Have a lovely stay, and I hope we can help you with anything you may need. Perfect. Uh, Much appreciated. Yeah. Um, and she and will head off. I, I'm going to assume... Um, we have our own comm channel that, unless someone's yeah. hacking it, doesn't. There, no one else is able to listen in. Correct? Yeah, it's not scrambled. That would require you each to have a comm scrambler. But okay. unless someone is monitoring that frequency, you're good. Okay, so just kind of under Star my Wars breath. operates on radio level technology. A lot yeah. Of the time. Um. So just kind of under my breath, since my comm is built into my head, um, I'm just going to say. Well, everyone spread out. I'm going to be the peacock that I am, um, and y'all uh, 
get a good look at the place. Um, I would assume the boys would want to find entrances and exits if we need to make a hasty retreat. Um, we'll look at our prayers. I'll hang, I'll hang out by the ambassador if you want to take a look around. I'll take a... I'll take a... Uh, I'll set up shop somewhere I can get a good look around. And I'll turn to Powder and go, Droid, uh, fetch us some drinks. Uh, it's about time we relaxed. Um, but, and, but more of a go walk around, see what you can hear and see sort of thing. <laughs> okay. Who wants to start? Uh, I'll set up shop. What's the what's the room layout? Is there like stairs that lead up somewhere? Is there like um, is it two levels? So in the outside area, it's this large open sort of. <clears throat> essentially, it's a balcony, but it's a large glass balcony over the water. Um, Snazzy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just wanted to get some kind of like slightly elevated position because I'm not that tall, uh, where I can look out and just get a look at how many, what their security looks like. It's mostly, I mean, there's it's the edges flat. of the balcony, there's the tables, there's the bar stand. All of those you suspect are not intended yeah. to be stood on. Yeah, no, I'm they not going to definitely support your weight. Myself. I'm not uh, going to. I'm not going to be like, stand up on the bar and be like. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing we do when we get here is draw yeah. attention to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll, yeah. then I'll just post up. I'll post up by a door that's not already occupied by their okay. security mm-hmm. and have a look around. Sure. Um, yeah, they don't necessarily keep security at the doors. Of course, there's... Um, there are continuously staff going in and out. Yeah, um, yeah. Make me a... Let's see. What would be a good I belong here role? Um, cool. Discipline? Yeah. You know what? In this case, it's going to be cool. Um, it's about... Um, not initiative cool, if that makes a difference for you. But this is about essentially keeping your calm and presenting yourself as calm. I um, think that would be more discipline because, I mean, we are, we were invited here, and I'm just acting like a bodyguard. If you want it to be a, I am presenting myself as a bodyguard. That would be. Hmm. I can see both. Yeah. Yeah. Discipline is discipline is mental calm. Discipline is self control. Um. If you really thought it would be fun to jump up on the bar, that would be a discipline check to resist. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool is is outward calm. Discipline is inward calm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a helmet, Um, right? Yeah, I have a helmet. So really, it's just your body language. It's whatever check... Whatever check is for not giving away body language, which probably I think would be cool. Yeah, it's cool. You could make it I, I'd say that you could also make it deception or charm if you want. Um, but it's cool. <laughs> You're not going to be I'll good do, at everything, and based, I don't no, always no, I like know. to get out of the chat. Basically, what, what they're saying is uh, it, it's going to be based off presence. <laughs> <laughs> so That's really what this is boiling down to. to. 
Shockingly, give, fitting so, in at a party is based on the not charisma charisma stat. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be using uh, deception then, and I'm going to flip a light side. So. I always forget about those. The one one shot I played this game in, we didn't use them at all because everyone just forgot about them. <laughs> we use them a fair bit. It's just I feel like it's mean to use them on things like knowledge checks if I don't really want to fuck them over on that particular yeah. check. What was the uh, difficulty? Um, difficulty of three. So him using the light side point upgrades a die, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, upgrades the good deception. side. Blam. A single failure. <laughs> so, Pratt, you're fidgety, man. You're fidgety. <laughs> you you find a place and you're like, okay, I can just stand here. Um, and you do manage to stand there for about like half a minute before one of the individuals from the staff. You realize it's probably a staff entrance because um, there's just the one big door and then a few side doors. It's probably like the kitchen or something, yeah. Um, we'll come by. Ah, sir, is there anything that I can help you with? Nope. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> uh, could I inquire as to your name and the group you happen to be with? Uh, my name is Daniel. I'm the bodyguard of Ambassador Solo. Um, make me a deception just to pull it off well. Difficulty one, but... I would say it is technically true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, tech- it's a code name. Yeah. It's band totally I'm using another light side. <laughs> <laughs> What did you use your light side points for? Deception? <laughs> Saying my not name. Two successes. Yay! Alright, with two successes, um, they'll turn on. Alright, it's, it's very nice. Of course, we hope that your everything is to your like your own Ambassador Solo's liking. Um, if, if I might inquire here that you... If there's anything that you need, of course, we are happy to help. But this is an area that the staff use to um, enter and exit, and occasionally larger objects come through. We don't want to have any accidents. Um, it just would, it is a safety concern to have people standing in this area for extended periods. I do hope you understand. Is there a better place you'd recommend I? Keep watch. Perhaps, perhaps with your ambassador would be the best place and the place that would set other guests most at ease. Okay. And I'll just I'll just walk away. I'll walk to another door. You get the sense that you're not the guest yourself. They feel comfortable snarking a little bit at you. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. <clears throat> um. So powder, I guess. I guess. All right. <clears throat> um, I have been told to go get drinks, and so I will go get drinks. All right. 
Um, I will try and listen in at the bar a bit, I guess. All right. Mm. For overhearing, it is... Oh, fuck. This is the thing where there's, like, four different perception skills that all all do slightly different things. Um, Yeah, I've always... I was actually curious about, like, perception... The actual skill perception is that just like it is in D and D, where it's I'm looking for something and I'm hearing something, or yeah, because there's also vigilance. It's complicated, yeah, because <laughs> there's vigilance, which is more of a like I am being ambushed. There's perception, which is more of the I am looking for something or my general like around me it's more like passive perception and then there is cool which is my sensitivity to changes essentially and then there's discipline which is like spiritual perception yeah like i said i think one of the things they did to not be accused of being a D ripoff was fragment the perception skill. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, lot, lot, there's a lot of redundancy in skills. Um, like, there, if you're in a more rules lawyery game, it's like, this means this and this means this. Yeah. Like, uh, they're all kind of perception-y. But in this case, I'm going to make it perception itself because it is a cunning-y thing. Um, can, I, can I make it deception instead? Because I actually have ranks in that. Um... A deception to order drinks or a deception... Well, can't do a deception to listen to people. Mm, all right. <laughs> I fool you into into me listening to you. Wait. In this it's, context. It's, it's, more context that, that is, it's more that Powder is going to get drinks under the pretense of... Of trying to listen to people. Hey, I, I um, 100%. You can make a deception check. I'm trying to have you guys use the skills you don't like using. Um, you can yeah. make me a deception check essentially to make it easier to listen in. To okay. make it make sense for you to be there slightly longer, I guess. Okay. Um, deception difficulty three as this is, this is pretty complicated social etiquette that you're not familiar with. And I still expect you to come back with actual drinks. Oh, yeah. They're they're absolutely getting wine for you and and something hard liquor-wise for the other ones. Oh, man. Really? Powder, you walk up to the bar and you're expecting to, like, try and wait in line. Unfortunately, there's not any line, so you just find yourself staring at the bartender for a few seconds before... Um, this droid bartender will go, and what, what would you like to purchase? What would you like for us to provide for you today? And Powder will look at the, at the droid bartender. Wine. Lovely. Uh, we have many different selections, and they'll go through a whole bunch of very complicated alcohol terminology I don't know. As... Um, do we, uh, I don't know what y'all's normal kind of standard procedure, do y'all normally just leave y'all comms open? Like, so we can all hear what everyone, how everyone's doing? Uh, typically it's a um, toggle. 
Yeah. Typically, oh, it's toggle. Um, though, if you say you want comms open, you can. Um, the thing is, in Star Wars, comms are little physical things right. for those who yeah. don't have the implants. That's fair. So, Hollywood um, probably have theirs. There's on just because, um, at least so that you can hear what's happening because they're trying to be all deceptive and stuff. Right. Well, um, I, was gonna, I was just going to say if I if I hear this through the comms, I'm just answering under my breath questions as the droid gives them to powder. Like I I hear a yeah. whine, I go ooh that one, you know that sort of thing. Yeah. All right. You make your appropriate wine order if, if beautiful. Yeah. Actually. My- powder do you pass along the wine order yes absolutely okay. um and and whatever hard liquor um of yeah powder will ask what is what is the the most alcoholic alcohol they have one alcohol please uh-huh. a cup of gasoline like, might i inquire is- as to the gas as to the form of stomach that will be ingesting this alcohol Mandalorian. Ah. They have some Tahar. <laughs> and so he will he will sort of go from one side, seem to reconsider, and select something essentially from the middle of what seems to be the spectrum of what can your species stomach handle alcohol. Um like human sabrak. Okay. <laughs> Mandalorians are still humans. Mm-hmm. They are very good, typically, <laughs> but they're still humans who have um, mostly human stomachs and not the amount that a droid, for example, could take. Um, yes. Yep, and who will set out like a variety of different kinds of wine glasses from like a beer mug to a little shot glass to a martini glass to like the dainty wine cups and the like the kind you get with the curly straws (laughs) nice Aaron doesn't drink this is the episode where like my not knowing about (laughs) no worries Aaron I don't drink either Um, bare minimum so yeah it's a, a great drink a for Amanda. Different <laughs> varieties of glasses, basically all the kinds you can think of, and a few that are sci-fi shaped. Got it. Um, straw. Which, which receptacle would be preferred for each of your beverages today? Um, <laughs> whichever is the the largest glass uh, mm-hmm. is the one that that will get the hard liquor. There's a Sam Regal mug. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and the the daintiest of wine glasses will okay. go for the, the wine. Uh, and Powder will ask for them to be on a tray because and hold up their hands. <laughs> of course. We have many different... And we'll actually provide you with the tray that reasonably suits your non-needle hand, like as a... This is something designed to clip in. Beautiful. Please return for other service. And as you're walking away, you realize you got so distracted with the drink ordering that you didn't get a chance to hear very much. Um, But you may have had a chance to hear something. So the check is going to be 
more difficult because there were failures on the deception. Um, All right. Because you botched the last roll. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what I said. You can make a deception. Could make things easier. Could make things harder. Yep. I don't think I actually said that part. No, you did. I think yeah, I think as players that is always it was understood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's an understanding <laughs> there. Things can so always I, be made harder. <laughs> what am I rolling now? Um, yeah, that's going to be perception. Right, the difficulty I meant. Difficulty of three with the setback die. Oh I man, believe in you. I believe in you. Uh, <laughs> you got this. The setback is the black ones, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Barring a critical failure, the worst you can do is not hear anything. Perception, difficulty three, setback die. That would be three threat. That's not a bad roll, though. <laughs> you hear some stuff, but it's mostly inane chatter about, like, oh, have you seen Dahlia's dress? Have you seen Rashad's shoes, though? Got it. What what douches? <laughs> <laughs> and you're not entirely sure how that's going to help. Yeah, I found the prissy people. Got it. Yeah, and I yep. come back with the drinks. Reach over, grab the giant mug. Yep, I take the little the little wine glass and start stirring it. Just you know, take put on the face of reach up. An ale. Uh, reach up and pull the uh, the emergency intake the the emergency intake uh, uh, built in yeah. straw basically <laughs> stick it in the drink and start sucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. And while I'm drinking, I just while I'm drinking, I just look around, not hiding the fact that I'm looking around because okay. I'm big and can't. Um, and I just, basically, I'm just I'm just sort of casing what other bodyguards I'm seeing uh, and seeing if I can spot our target. Okay. Which is, in all That's fairness, what not... bodyguards do. So, yep. yeah. Yep. That's probably going to be vigilance. Uh, difficulty of standard two. Alright. Uh, da Two difficulty, no other modifiers put in. Make sure that's right. Okay. And blah blam. Three threat. Nope, don't see anything. <laughs> I haven't got to make mine yet, so... Have you seen Jacob's hair? I don't know who he had do it. It's... I look for Jacob. Ghastly or genius. Monster. I look for Jacob. You see a few people that might be Jacob. You do see one human man who... Basically... Many people can, like... Especially people who are African-American... African-American... Can get like the poofy side curls that I am always extraordinarily envious of, like just the ponytails that are a ball. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Jacob has managed to, Jacob or the one who you assume is Jacob has managed to extend that like a giraffe on just as an Afro. Yep. With some sort of pink animal running around inside of it. Just, just the 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 That's sound amazing. of the the sound of liquid going through the straw stops, <laughs> and Ciolo just hears, "My God, <laughs> what the hell is that?" <laughs> well, um, oh, and then uh, did um, 
Uh, Praz get to make uh, uh, a look and listen check? Uh, Praz got interrupted, but as Praz, you move back through the crowd. Um, Vigilance, if you want to do sort of a combat casing perception, if you want to get intel. Uh, I'm going to do the the combat casing. Okay. Uh, see what, what they have around here. Uh, Difficulty the... two. Um, and I'm flipping a dark side point for this one. Because I keep on forgetting I was going to do that. <laughs> I had enough to do it to all of you. You did. My god. Alright, so upgrade. <laughs> what the hell is up with that here? Three successes right. and a threat. Somebody's At least on the ball. one of my bodyguards knows where, what the fucking place looks like. Right now, I'm focused on that air. I think a it's a bounty threat. hunter. So yeah. this is more your speed than Ares. And sort of as you're wandering back, you notice you notice two, three things because three successes. One, the density of guard of not guards um, of staff. Um, basically, it's like. Okay, this is an awful comparison, but it's the only one I can think of. On college campuses, they have these blue telephones for calling for, like, crisis help. Um, Like, basically police phones that go to campus security because colleges. Yeah, like direct lines. Yeah. The point of those police phones is that from any one of these blue police phone things, you can see the next one. Mm Mm-hmm. The the staff is that dense and that sort of spread out in you're not sure how intentional or unintentional it is, but that sort of a like net over the encounter. You assume inside is probably similar. Two, you notice that many of the people, even those who seem like they are wealthy enough to have them, don't seem to have guards, whether because they don't need them because they're fine themselves or because for one reason or another, they somehow feel confident that nothing will happen to them here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a rich people party. Don't yeah. you're hired brutes necessarily. Um, and sort of the third thing you notice is that um like, this area is probably very easily assailable, either by an armed force, if you had one, or just you with a gun could probably get, a, get quite a few of them down, especially if your target was around. Um, even with the number of bodyguards and assuming that some of the staff, a few of the staff looked armed, it's possible that some of them are, like, essentially bodyguards for the mm-hmm. estate. Um, you could probably take down one or two people and get out of here fast. Um, but the inside, like you can tell that the inside is well, well secured. Um, even with the flow of people in and out, um, there's actual staff at the main door, keeping an eye on things that look aren't bodyguardy, stuff like that. Like, Cool. You suspect that anything that's secure is probably inside. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to use my time to um, talk and 
as I said earlier, Peacock with all the other guests. My goal right. being to get – because I, I, I'm assuming I can just kind of at whim turn my comm on and off. So I'm yeah, gonna, with, a, with an implant, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave mine open because my goal is to gather information about the target. So whatever I hear, everyone else ideally can kind of keep up with as well. And I'm I'm standing near you, so I'm not. Yeah, my comm is off because it would be weird to have your voice echoing three feet behind you. Correct. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so I'm going to just charm my way through people to uh, try to figure out about. Um, uh, the owner of the estate to basically just get whatever intel I can. Sure. Um, I'm going to make that a charm roll difficulty too, and I still have dark side points, so I'm flipping one. Okay. Um, I think I have a skill that might negate that. Let me double check. Um, I think it negates that back die. Oh yeah. It removes rolls. one. Um, so this wouldn't be the nobody's fool wouldn't affect that either. So yeah, okay. So that doesn't change anything. Okay, so two difficulty and then an upgrade one. And then you said charm. Yep. All right, one, two, three, four, five successes, a triumph, and a threat. Cool. This is what I do. <laughs> yep. Uh, you sort of look around and pin the people that they might be gossiping about someone's hair, but they're clearly here because they actually do business. Right. Um, which was the thing that your companions failed to grasp, that there are some socialites that do business and some that, oh my God, that scarf. Can you yeah. believe she wore her last year's design? Gotcha. Okay. Um. Yeah. Every once in a while, yes, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> no one seems to pay any mind to the bodyguard who can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> That's fine. Good. Um, but yeah, with with the Triumph, you zero in on a group, um, a sort of well-dressed woman in a... It's actually probably armored clothing, but this sort of blue sparkly dress... Um, who's talking with a few others that you also like, oh yeah, more merchant-y. Um, and she will quite happily turn and start talking to you. Um, what specifically are you trying to learn? I'm mainly, well, with the triumph and a, a five is crit, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I would really like to get information on, um, shit, what was his name? Uh, Jared. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to get information on <clears throat> what he has done in past parties. So, for example, sure. is he always with the group? Does he have his own entourage? Are there uh, are there times when he's able mm. to be found by himself? Um, mm. I would mainly like to get information that would lead me to, okay, this is probably the best time for us to try to fuck with this dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so she'll happily tell you about the party and sort of – do the kind of implicit nudging that one might do in a group towards, we could also have business interactions. I also run companies. 
a few of the things you learn. Um, Jared tends to have one or two huge spectacles during a party. Um, okay. One year it was a live, essentially elephant tortoise. Um, that like an exotic creature. One year it was a sort of new droid line he'd gotten some exclusive behind the scenes access to and he was showing off this new friend um like he'll have one or two big spectacles you you also learn that basically your guide your host um from the staff correct is able to arrange if you ask will be able to arrange a private meeting with Jared for you ah, uh, basically perfect. That is one of the things they're there for is to be an in-between. They can also set up meetings um, or a private meeting room for any set of business colleagues who might want to, want access to them. The rooms are upstairs. They're a little stuffy and they don't typically allow – if you don't need them, they don't typically allow your sort of assistance. And she'll pat on the head um, the – Older man who's with her. Um, okay. Seemingly some sort of guard. I thought for a second, and she'll pat on the head Ares, and she'll <laughs> lose the hand? <laughs> no, she pats her own guard on the head. She's not quite that free um, or comfortable. Um, um, so speaking with her, um, I'm going to kind of make note, one of the things I'm, I've brought with me to do dealings with is rather large and cumbersome and is on my ship. Is it uncommon to have dealings on personal ships in case the item in, in context can't be brought to the actual home? Um, I've never known Jared to take interest in something particular like that. However, some might be willing to do a dealing on a private ship, especially if it's been previously set up. You might have more luck with introductory meetings on the room, especially if you're new around these parts, but... I see. I see. Um, it depends on the scene you specialize in. Got you. Um, well, then, uh, it's, um, it's very helpful. This is my first, my first soiree with Jared and his, uh, uh compliments, so I He's just wanted to make sure... He's got a very particular style, and she'll look to one of the people in a maid outfit that's walking right, yeah. by. Yeah, and I kind of give a knowing nod and just go, I'll make sure to, um, keep that in mind. And she'll continue to talk with you. You actually yep. get sense through her of some of the other business contacts you could talk to. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so... Um, at some point when the conversation kind of comes to a lull, as all do, I'm going to pull, um, uh, Carrie aside and, uh, just kind of go to a table where we're relatively by ourselves. Um, and when we're sitting down, just be like, um, so I don't, I don't think it will be hard to get to Jared. I think the issue will be. It not only being me getting well, to him. Did you find... Uh, I was listening in. Did they mention whether... like I know that there's like rules like bodyguards aren't allowed in the rooms. Does that include Jared, or is he the exception? 
Um, you get the sense that includes Jared. Um, though, yeah, bodyguards are not allowed. Any non-essential personnel. Um, well, uh, if you were to use a private room, certainly. Though you could probably manage to get powder in there. Um, was my thought to use powder as the selling point, if you were, whatever. He, he looks out at the beach that apparently are made available to people. Alternatively, there's plenty of water out there if he's a lake swimming man. My other thought was, um, and I kind of tap my cybernetic. Just grab him, hold him under the water. <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep. Um, but I tap the cybernetic on my behind my ear and go, um, you have one as well. We could pose as cybernetic dealers and you could be yours could be part of the product. It might allow me to get you in a room and it's just the three of us. Certainly. I think we might want to find out what sort of things he likes as well. Because if he doesn't like cybernetics, that's not going to be a big, that's not going to be a deal maker. That's fair. Also, if he happens to like, also, if he happens to like uh, something we have access to, we could potentially get him out to a more secluded location than in a building. That was my thought originally. I, I think that will be quite hard to do. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying we yeah. probably shouldn't plan on that. But nah. let's meet up with everyone else, um, see what they've noticed. I mean, really, we're not going to be able to do much until tomorrow, I assume, anyways. I think I think they'll be able to see us. I say, sitting in the at the table in my full Mandalorian armor. So, Praz, do you meet up back with the group at some point? Yeah, yeah. After after a few minutes of mm-hmm. uh, hanging out at one, uh, I'll just make a make a wide arc through the crowd back to um, where I was in formation with them. And relay what I've noticed. Perfect. Oh. Mm. So yeah. Well, light, another option. Light guards. I could try to just get a meeting with him today. Um, well, we don't want to seem pushy. Put him on guard. That's fair. My thought being, though, I'd hate to do and. Do I get a sense, especially from talking with that one individual as long as I did, do I get a sense that um, kind of asking for multiple meetings is kind of a faux pas? Like, it's sort of expected to where, like, if we waited till tomorrow for our meeting, that's our meeting, and -hmm. that's what we get. Yeah. Um, It would depend. If you can get him interested in something, he he would probably be more than welcome to have multiple meetings, so he'd probably schedule any follow-ups. Okay. Um, but, like, asking for a meeting and then being like, oh, can I get another meeting to show you this other thing tomorrow? Yeah. Um, generally would be a little more of a faux pas. Um, okay. I think, actually, if we spend this time information gathering, find out what it is that he wants, what it is that drives the man then perhaps after the party we could take him somewhere else. To show him said item. 
in private, in a different location, without well, quite so many guests or well, There would be secrecy, patent reasons. Indeed. Oh, plethora of things. So I'm going to stand up and <laughs> the lady that I talked to, she yeah. showed me other business contacts. I'm yeah. going to make the rounds with them to see what items are popular at these parties, what Jared is what interested in, yeah. what they're interested, just so it doesn't seem suspicious. Mm-hmm. Charm. All right. Difficulty of two again and flipping another dark side point. Monster. <laughs> I know, I know. And I, will, I remembered I had them when you started making rolls. I'm sorry. I will again follow like a few feet behind you as the You can point back at me to upgrade the other side. Um, I mean, if it's still just two, I feel really good with my... With your five dice that you roll? Yeah, yeah. so, um, okay, so two, one upgraded, charm again. And Powder will actually make mention of finding out if he has any allergies. Oh, okay, yeah, I totally can, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so three successes with three advantage. Um, Powder, make me, this is definitely going to be a deception roll, difficulty Standard of two, but yours is opposed. Um, but yeah, uh, Shiloh first. Um, sorry. Um, so you, with three successes and three advantages, um, the first sense you get is Jared likes new, shiny, a big deal, ostentatious. He throws parties on his private island section of a paradise planet under an eclipse with glass floored rooms or glass floored floored balconies that overlook the water. He likes the shiny fancy things. Um, He certainly likes some things that are more subtle or more indirect. He has some interest in anything that's new. Um, Like, in terms of very little of the business that he conducts here is actually related to his corporate fortune. It's mostly personal business. Okay. Um, his own private investments, that sort of thing. Um, I'm, I'm really quick. I'm sorry to the people watching for the sudden random system noise that Windows um, wanted to know if I wanted to change my background. And for some reason, the system sounds that are muted didn't mute that. <laughs> as, windows. as windows finds new and interesting ways to ignore the settings that i have previously established <laughs> try using internet <laughs> edge please. Please please, please 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 yeah yeah um sorry do we have to go back over that or yeah no so so really anything as long as it's the newest version Anything as long as it's the newest version or the flashiest version or the fancy change. Gotcha. Or something that, like, has been out for a while but has been super undercover. um, That sort of thing would still work. So, yes. Basically, anything shiny. Dangle the keys. Okay. All right. Anything shiny. Anything new. Okay. Right. And you and you said I'm doing deception with a difficulty yep. two. 
I'm going to use a light side point. I'm going to use a dark we, side point because... Of I, course you are. <laughs> We're right, now so in a up. situation where fate actually pushes against you instead of a situation where you're trying to figure out, do I know anything about this company? Yep. All right, so it's an upgrade on both sides. Here goes nothing. That is a failure and an advantage. Um... You were told that as someone's personal droid, it's not something you necessarily need to be concerned with, um, that he has his own droids for personal medical need, and any anything specific that you wish to clear, you are given the access codes to clear. Um, he tried. <laughs> All right. So that reads to you as a yes, but we're not telling you what. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's find cool. all of the allergies <laughs> and put them into one thing. Super, it's a shiny glitter pill. Super virus. All Those right. Things so- are not allergic to, but killed by <laughs> super virus. <laughs> Um, so do we have, I'm assuming, uh, are we expected to stay on our ship um, after the, uh, the, the day's uh, events? Of course you're welcome to stay on your ship. Um, if you ask your guide. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll contact um, her. Of course you're welcome to stay on your ship. We also make accommodations available for all those who were invited as your guests. Um um, I think I would be more comfortable on my own ship. Uh, that way, uh, my normal routines do not get interfered with. Of course. Um, there is, regrettably, we do have a sound restriction at the late night hours in the shipyard area. Uh, as long as your ship sound is contained to your ship, it's perfectly acceptable. We simply have some more sensitive visitors that have land vehicles or otherwise would appreciate um, basically she gives you that no rave parties if you're staying at your part of the <laughs> thing feel. Of course. Um, I'll make sure to uh, no, no, after parties or rendezvous you wish to make, I can allow you in. Of course. I'll make sure to uh, turn the grenade bots off as soon as that time slot hits, so. Thank you so much. So, um, yeah, I guess after we get the info, I'm assuming, I kind of made the assumption we would want to stay on our ship so we can discuss plans without a possible bugged room. (laughs) I'm assuming he bugs his guest room. That's what I would do if I was filthy rich. So... Um, cool. Okay, yeah, so we get um, all the info we can, then I guess we'll head back to the ship, unless anyone else has anything else. Cool. And as you head back to the ship under this really weird for you eternal eclipse in this paradise location where you intend to get a kill done, that is where we're going to end for the night. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Adios. Goodbye.